Here I live my life every day And don't you know I try I go out there And I thank the good Lord For every day and night And I say I thank The good Lord for my wife and kids And don't you know I live my life every day That's how it is don't you know I'm gonna make it No matter what people say This guy's got bars And don't you know I'm <laughs> leaving proof I do things my own way Give the, uh... And I <laughs> What's that guy the, uh... look around the world He The future guns guy the future guy, the Terminator guns guy. Oh, they should do a collaboration. We got a clusterfuck here, ladies and gentlemen. And my life is gonna see on top of angels' eyes. And I will <laughs> He's doing the whole thing. <laughs> he's ad he's riffing. He's ad libbing on that. I'm not sure any of this is written down. <laughs> I hope none of this is written down. And I will say I will make it sweet. Can I see this guy's mug? I will see. He's just singing at somebody. He looks, he's singing at somebody. He looks exactly like I thought he would without even seeing his face. He killed it. One of our more interesting openings, I think. We got dogs barking. We got a guy staring intently at another man singing a song that he's making up off the top of his head. On top of angel eyes. On top of angel eyes. You have to imagine someone leaning into your vehicle aggressively <laughs> singing this at you. Not so singing to you. Singing at you. <laughs> oh, Objectifying you I with need his... To, you need, I need to share that video out on Bastardized page so that people know who, what we're talking about so they can get a vis. It's got a lot of shares just in the last 12 hours. Shwammo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gaish. Episode 148 of the world's greatest podcast, Pillow Fort Radio. And listenership is going up. We got up to 11 trillion listens last week. And I'm not buying these listens. 11 trillion. <laughs> Tremendous. It's wonderful. Terrific. Anyway, um, Aaron and Elena are not here this week. I, don't, I know if you listened last week, you heard that Aaron defeated Bald Bull. And now he's on a worldwide press tour. <laughs> 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 promoting his next fight is that, is that like against the third, Piston Honda. Is that like the third boss? It's the it's fourth, fourth guy. guy. Yeah. He's on his worldwide press tour with Elena, uh, promoting his fight against Piston Honda. They're in, in Gully Bridge Town Hall. They're erecting a bronze statue of Aaron with his arms raised. <laughs> with a Nintendo controller <laughs> Nintendo, in it. It's exactly what I was going to say. Nintendo Bag controller. Bag of chips in one hand and Nintendo <laughs> controller in the other. American flag trunks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, that, and it's, they're commissioning a local artist to do it. It should be fucking impeccable, but that's what they're doing. <laughs> and I'm sure Elena's <laughs> sucking off some refugees or something, you know. Gotta be Worldwide fun. outreach. Yeah. That's what we do. 
We're, we're philanthropist podcast. Hey, guys, calm down. Jeez. Anyway, episode 148. Instead of Aaron and Alayda, we have somebody much better and much more interesting. <laughs> the Rodney Crowell of regenerative farming. <laughs> Rodney Crowell. The Prince of Pigs. The Prince of Pigs. <laughs> the Admiral of Alfalfa. Do you grow alfalfa? I've tried. You're gonna, sure, okay, yeah, yeah, he's tried. The failure at growing alfalfa. Yeah. That is John Morgan. Hey, everybody. A, America's favorite farmer. Yeah. They just don't know it yet. They're going to find out. Oh, if you don't know, now you know. You're and I'm queer. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Well, I guess I didn't either till just now. <laughs> Being in the presence maybe, of the Swole Patrol. Maybe. Yeah. It'll you know, sneak up. On it's you. turned more than one man gay. Maybe, no, maybe 20%. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's at least 10%. Yeah. And, of course, the uh, former Intercontinental Champion is with us. Uh, the first black man to skate to ice skate backwards on the Canal River. They don't talk about that enough, but it's not Black History Month anymore. Every month should be Black History Month. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me for being white. You're excused. Just another thing on the long list of things I have to apologize for every single day of my life. <laughs> Wonderful. It's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Give it up. <laughs> yeah. USA. USA. The uh, Chevalier USA. of uh, Kratom. <laughs> Chevalier. The. What is that? The Der Commissar of Kratom? I don't know which one. You're a sommelier. Sommelier. The, con- the consort of Kratom. Yeah. Yes, it is my consort. He is a Kratom sommelier. He can tell you exactly what it is just by being in the same room. And he walked in here one time and I had just a little bit of the, you have a, you have that red Ming-Na Kratom? <laughs> I, I smelled it down at my house and I had to come up and see. That's the most expensive strand. <laughs> They're carrying it at the, one of the local marts now. Really? Yes. Can you turn your mic maybe sideways or up towards you? It sounds better. weird to me. Does it sound weird to you? Mm. Sounds like you're far away, even though it's right up on you. I don't know. Is that better? Push your uh, put your fluffy ball down there. Now, Is that better now? Tilt it back up. Now, uh, shake it all about. Yeah, let's not let's not do this. <laughs> Stroke the shaft. cross your legs. <laughs> anyway, we really get in there. Episode 148, and uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. I just can't remember any of it. Uh, teacher strike. I need news music. <laughs> I'm going to search local news music for a second. Okay, this should help. Teacher strike. Day, whatever. What day is it going to be? Seven. Today's day seven or eight, I think. I think seven or eight, yeah. Anyway, teachers are striking. Dogs are barking. Um, I, can, I wholeheartedly support anything that keeps p- kids from going to school and being uh, yeah. I, I was indoctrinated. Kinda, I was a little giddy, just like, you know, how the feel, you, you get the snow day feeling. It's like, ah, yeah. two-hour delay. School's closed, you know. Yeah, it was the best. Even though I don't ever have to go to school again. <laughs> yeah. I never ever will. You still get that uh, vicarious joy. Yeah, I'm still happy for them, even though it's. I'm sure that there are a lot of parents out there that are pretty mad at me for, you know, because uh, well, you're openly advocating for shutting down uh, public school systems. Well, no, I'm not. Not when say I'm openly advocating. Uh, I'm just putting some ideas out there that that there are better ways to educate our children. I think than putting them in a. Such as put, put I, them, in a, put them in, a, in a brick box and and uh, drilling them with a bunch of false 
information and uh, well that's the thing too isn't it it's so much of it is just false it, you know, schools are probably propaganda machines I mean that's yeah. that's why they so. but then they built the, the, they originally built you know the school system to prepare kids to go into <laughs> Factory jobs, yeah. right? And to uh, so, so socialize them to become uh, subservient to the state, right? That's exactly what they were built for. Absolutely, and that's still what they are. So, you know, but um, I don't, you know, at the risk of getting the backlash from all the people who are going to tell me that uh, I hate the poor families that can't afford daycare for their kids, who can't afford to educate their kids in other ways. Um, well. You know, I'm not uh, suggesting that we shut them down today and just fuck everybody, but I, I think if you use your imagination a little bit, uh, well, I, I, I almost want to start quote, quote things from 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 an article that I read that that kind of kind of explains things better than I can explain it. It's not fr- as fresh in my mind. He articulated it really well. He was the, art, the name of the article. You could Google it. Is um, seven reasons. Um, what is it? Seven reasons to end public schools once and for all, which yeah. which is an inflammatory title for right. a lot of people. Of course, but but if you actually look at the the content and the reasoning and the arguments he makes, it's, it's it's very reasonable, and he's coming from a place of empathy, and um, it's, it's really worth a read. Well, I mean, I, and I I wasn't very until I started talking to the, to both of you, I was not very libertarian. Now you can ask Dutch. I'm Mostly libertarian. You're getting there. Yeah. In a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that the state, for one thing, I was, I was not, I was, uh, the drug thing. I was not for all drugs being legal. Now I'm just like, who gives a shit? It's, yeah. it's your business, you know? Well, so it's, and that's another one where we've, we've got, we've got some, uh, we've got some experience with different places trying, uh, trying to you know decriminalize drugs. Yes, and the proof is in the pudding at this point. That, Absolutely, that for the most part it it helps more than it hurts, and that that the drug war is a total fraud and total. Oh, yeah, total and, and it's a uh, you know it's and just it's, it's just a way to line the pockets of the prison indu- industrial complex. Yes, and um, not only that, but it's just uh, you know the it goes back to again to this you can lay so many things at the at the feet of uh, this idea of american exceptionalism we're not exceptional in any way we're just another country and um it, i can't stand when people say well the rules work differently here no they don't we're not that special you know well, it won't work here in america why why wouldn't it work some things do for, do for, due to infrastructural uh, infrastructural, I guess that's a word. Infrastructural, uh, yeah. Uh, Infrastructy, yeah. <laughs> it, it, due to those reasons, won't work. Like the whole now that I've accepted the whole, um, uh, you know, the social democracy ideas, they're not going to work here. That's that's just. I, I think that most of them are the the area is too large. And, uh, well, I mean, there there are there are states that already have like Vermont is already kind of a little. Uh, a smaller social, you know, social socialized democracy right. in a way. And right. At a smaller scale, you can get away with it because you, you don't have, you know, it's not something you can scale up easily. I think you so, get away with it, with it here in West Virginia. Uh, I think that we do that we had a lot it, if, anyway. If, if we had any money, mm. we could we could afford to if we, if social we, programs, if but we, we don't made, have the money to fund them. If we made any money off of the off of the fucking boon of resources that are beneath our feet. 
we, well, we will well, be fine. Used to be beneath their feet. Well, we, oh, we still have all the gas. Well, yeah. No, no, and the, but now we're pumping it out again. We've not learned our lesson. No, because the mineral rights are owned by the landowners who would live most. out of state. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's we, true. All, almost like ninety some. I don't remember the numbers. Almost all the mineral rights in West Virginia were sold off long ago. So we own people like me. I own the surface of the land. I can you know plant trees and cut down trees pretty much. And I might even own the rights to my creek water, but I don't own the coal that's – if I had coal in my – you know what I mean? I don't own the minerals. Actually. How is that even possible? Because that's what they did back in the day. That's to, so stupid. They, they separate they, – they created this bunch of, you know, the, the, the normal people yeah. that do this kind of shit got together and separated <laughs> land rights from the – the surface rights from the mineral rights, the stuff that's beneath, and then just made this arbitrary distinction and said, okay, well, I can buy, I'm going to give you this amount of money, and now you don't own the minerals. You know what I mean? We'll give you a little bit of money to put a pipeline through your and there are property. And there are some properties left that, some old farms and stuff where they do still have mineral rights, but they're very scant. Mm. I've been uh, working the pipeline. I'm not a pipeliner, so that's why I don't have a sticker on my vehicle. I don't brag about being a pipeliner, but uh, I've talked to a lot of people <laughs> that uh, that are where the pipeline's going through, and there's like they give you a little bit of money, and they fuck up your yard, they they fuck up the road. Well, they're they're improving the roads. I've mentioned this before. They're they're upgrading the roads, right? Just to bring in the equipment to fuck up those roads that they just upgraded. Right. And what's going to happen after that? Nothing. No, no, absolutely mean, nothing. No, they're not going to because these sure. are not high tax areas where they're upgrading the roads. Exactly. Let me tell you, these are haulers. <laughs> <laughs> these are haulers. <laughs> no, they probably get a lot of property taxes off of them because everybody owns a thousand fucking acres and they own the mountain and everything. But right, whenever they're done with the pipeline, have fun. The roads are bad now, and when they upgrade them, they'll be good. And then when they come through with all their shit, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be great. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's, the, that's the, the dirty part is when, yeah, is when not only is it somebody else from out of state that uh, owns the owns the minerals or the gas or whatever it is, and they're not really being taxed in the same way everybody else is. They're getting favors. Government's handing out favors to speci- those specific people. But in, in addition to that, they're getting free services from government yep. that we're, we're paying for. Paying for. So, and they're outsourcing the uh, upgrading of the roads to out of state companies. And they, yeah, they, tell. they bring people from out of state. It doesn't create more jobs. Which I'm, f- I'm fine with them finding the best deal, getting the best people for the job. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but, uh, that's that's the way the ball bounces. But um, the state road just they just replace culverts in the road. That's about it. And they'll pave every now and then. Usually it's West Virginia paving doing it. They're not part of state road. Yeah, usually they usually the the state whatever it is, even if if it's the Fed or the state or the county, usually they hire contractors to to build the roads. It's usually private companies building roads. It's not actually government. It's just government money paying contractors to fix How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? Government money paying contractors instead of uh, the people that they already have on payroll. Well, they're doing it for a reason because because the state road workers are they're state workers, so they're. Um, I'm going to go ahead and you know shoot myself here because I'm going to sound really. I'm going to make have some share some of my unpopular opinions. State workers, for the most <laughs> by part, all means, share all of them. State workers, for the most part, <laughs> are, here. are total turds. Because, 
because because they have no incentive to do a good job because once you get that job, it's almost impossible to get fired. It's true. <laughs> Drive around and look at these fuckers. You know what I mean? They're not doing shit. Well, it's the old. It, it's the Leaning old. On a shovel. And I'm not. Yeah, but it's the old adage. Uh, what what do you call uh, five guys asleep in a big truck? State a road. state road crew. <laughs> yeah. And, so. it's, and it, it's not like I'm mad at the individuals who have the job. It's just that's the nature of the beast. They're 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 not incentivized to work efficiently or work harder. They're right. just hired. They're there to stand around and. Which, granted, I mean, I think I think holding that sign and that's telling a people shit job that would not be that's that is a job. That, oh yeah, that's hard ass work. I would not I would want rather the, shovel yeah. the asphalt. But the other guys who are sitting in the air conditioned truck for four out of five hours a day and occasionally, you know. Scrape some asphalt or whatever it is that they do, but see, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not. I would die at that job because I can't do that. Like yeah, I'd be you like shovel asphalt. No, no, or I'm set. Yes, set. I, I would. Oh, I, I, would I can't. I can't do that. Maybe one day a week, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, it's uh, Friday. Yeah, I busted my ass. <laughs> it's Friday. Let's chill. But um, yeah, and but then, and to go back to your question, how do I feel about them paying contracts? Well, it depends on the deal. I mean. A lot of times they they um, they don't arrange these deals well, so they'll hire the contractor, but they also won't give the private contractor any incentive to finish the fucking job. Right. They'll just say, "Oh well, we're just going to pay you by the hour or whatever it is." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they just bilk it and bilk it and bilk yeah. it. A, a job that they could have had done in a month, they'll they'll bilk it for six months or a year or two years because they're good. they don't give a shit. They're going to get the money. It's job security for them and the state. You know isn't holding them accountable because there's no competition because they've entered into a contract right. with them. So, uh, But it must be same the, the at least the country over because they have been doing road construction in Greensboro for 30 fucking years. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, not a bit of it is done. Well, think about all the jobs they're creating. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, but fucking finish something. I'd like to have to not weave around pylons every time I drive through fucking North Carolina. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> well here you got to weave around potholes, and if you yeah. swerve to miss one pothole, you're gonna hit. I'll be one. a some bitch if there's not <laughs> another one. Remember in uh, Glasgow going down to yeah. Cedar Grove? God, <laughs> that one stretch of road was so. T- I lost sh- so many tires going through. There's there. one stretch in Winfield that I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. You have to drive on the other side of the road, then swerve to this side of the road. Yeah, it's like a fucking slalom. Except for you're in a 2,000 pound We're going to fix it. It's going to be tremendous. We're, We're going to fix all the we roads. We have a gigantic infrastructure bill. It's going to be fantastic. Nobody's better at infrastructure than I am. I'm the, <laughs> infra- I'm the ig- ig- ignobler, <laughs> the enabler of in- infrastructure. I'm the St. Ignatius of infrastructure. St. <laughs> Ignatius reference. I can't believe it. <laughs> Almost three years in. Yeah, I know. It took me that long. <laughs> Been in the whole I, know, well, I mean, that was part of the goals. I had written down, we need to work in the St. Ignatius <laughs> reference sometime in the first three years. Now, if we can just work in uh, Calvin and Hobbes. So and, there it uh, is. There's a Calvin and Hobbes yeah. reference. There we go. I mean, not not actually the cartoons are it, but the, who they're based on. So. Oh. But anyway, the, te- <laughs> the teacher strike. I, I 100% support anybody that's telling their boss to fuck off. All day, every day, I'm I'm in support of that. Uh, I love Jim Justice. His reaction to it. Is his name yeah, Jim? You guys need to get there's, back in them classrooms. There's consequences. I'm going to get up here and sweat now. <laughs> I'm going to look like Fat a half built fuck kitchen bag of trash. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. So so the so so I the, look like I'm constructed from parts of 
different people that don't fit together. I am paper mache, three quarters paper mache. I'm Jim Justice, Governor of West Virginia. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up something. Uh, you know, a Facebook friend schooled me on um, on some of the reasons why the teachers are striking. It's they're not all striking because of pay and right. insurance. That there's like a whole bunch of dirty stuff happening. So you guys keep talking. I'll see if I can dig this up and I'll read. I mean. Uh, my my mom, you know, you know my mom. She was. Oh yeah, my mom. <laughs> What's the thing? And that, my mom. And that's why I'm careful. You know, I'm a little reluctant to say what I really think because I have a lot of friends and people I, I do too care mom, about. Mom's who are been teachers. out. Of, mom's been out of the game for twenty years. Right. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's been out of the game for twenty years. And she's, she's roaring back. She's going to roar up for a comeback. <laughs> she's been in training. No, she can't handle it because they're not trying to educate anymore. It's memorize, regurgitate. That's exactly. All well, she, she, you know, there, there's a lot of heroes in the within those those prison walls who mm-hmm. are. I mean, like Coach Gooseman was was like, I just absolutely love shop class. I learned yeah, so much. Yeah, from, I mean, and he it, also understood like these kids are moving from classroom to classroom, mm-hmm. not getting any free time. Mm-hmm. He would give us time to sit and just talk and so Yeah, Coach, I really like. I Coach. respect him. Linda a Snyder, lot. Coach. I mean, Miss Snyder, who's next she's to right over here. there. Let's go. Let's go bring. Oh, we, we could. We don't want to bring her on this show because uh. we can't. It's a fireball. We can't <laughs> handle all that. I'd love to hear her. She, about oh, it. she would take over the podcast in two seconds. Oh, she doesn't want none of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I respect want, you. You don't want none of that. She doesn't want <laughs> a molecule of this. I shut people down. She'd have you sitting in. A, she's at rapid fire, like it's hammering you with questions. And that's that was her learning style. Like she would. That's a good learning style. Yeah. That's okay. A good style teaching teach. style. I mean, so I've got a list here that some um, some teacher wrote on some Facebook post of reasons that they're striking that are not just to pay in the insurance. One, there is a bill to strip seniority from teachers. <clears throat> if there's a reduction in force, meaning position would be lost, a principal can decide who goes. The bill doesn't require any set protocol for this. Insane. Favoritism and nepotism would definitely be an issue. Two, charter school bill. This would take funds from public schools to support for-profit schools that don't have to abide by the same testing and requirements as public schools and can close their doors at any point, which they would which they would keep the money. The children would return to public school, which would receive no funding. Three, school vouchers. This allows people to get a voucher to send their children to a private school. Seems like a good thing, but it, would, uh, it wouldn't pay all of the tuition, so it would only help kids whose parents have the money to pay the rest, all, all the while taking money from public schools. Four, a $6,000 voucher that would pay special needs parents to homeschool their child. Seems fair, but if they decide that it isn't for them, they can send their child back to school and keep the money. All the while, the public school would receive no money. And then PEIA, our medical insurance. We didn't receive pay raises so that our benefits would remain intact. Even though the governor has frozen the proposal brought forth that would take into account household income for premiums, my insurance would raise two fifty a month, more than I already pay, along with increased deductibles, co-pays, me- <clears throat> medication, etc. By freezing it, it just kicks the problem to the next year. Six, a bill would not allow my association dues to be taken out of my paycheck. They feel they need to protect me. I am an adult. I don't need protection. I don't want it taken out. I can cancel. Um, we have over 700 teacher vacancies in West Virginia. We are losing our best and brightest young educators to neighboring states for pay. We rank 49th in, in teacher salaries. Some, some people say 48. Some people say 49. I've seen 47th. Who cares? The proposed 1% is... 
only about $400, which wouldn't even cover two months in my premium increase. Or, or the amount of uh, materials you have to buy for your own classroom. Or it's fucking like, and here's the thing about this. There was actually, this is a right wing thing too, where they disrespect teachers. That for some reason that goes along with, they're just the worst people. I don't understand, not because I disagree with them, just because they're bad people. I mean, people on the far right and far left are bad people. And, but the far right is just heartless. They're uh, uncaring. They don't, any kind of social issue, they're always on the side of government, but yet they're against big government. I don't fucking get it. It does seem to pick, get that way. Pick one. Well, those, pick one. Those aren't right wingers. Those are neocons. Fair enough. Which, but, which they're, are, but they're the far right. Well, they're of the, yeah. Well, they're neocons. Okay. Like, like Hillary Clinton is a, is a neoliberal. Okay. She's not considered a far left she's actually fair enough she's actually kind I of in the middle. Uh, okay now I get and the, the neocons yeah. they, they have specific issues that are uh, that they're really stupid on um, both, and the, both of the neo neo means bad right i mean to me it <laughs> means new but it's bad <laughs> what how they, lewis black put it is he's, he's they're not they, he's a neoconservative which means he believes the matrix is real <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like for example a right-wing neoconservative is supposed to be small government but they're actually like like you know like w bush Increase government spending and love government spending when it's mm-hmm. for the shit they want. Right, and then the neoliberals are supposed to be um, libertarian in social views, but they're actually not because uh, you know they want to force you to use pronouns and for, uh, they they're for censorship. Yeah, they're for they, segregation. It basically means for, there's a big government liberal and a big government conservative. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, um, so, so it's like people like Tucker Carlson. Like I, I, I see him. And I need to get this rage watching of YouTube out of my system because I do it a lot. Like, I get on there just to be angry. <laughs> oh, re- recreational outrage? I can't stand it. I mean, and I know I'm doing it. And But at the same time, like, I, I get on there and I just want to... Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson and, and all these... And all the pundits. You're mostly just mad because they have great hair. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, but... Like... It, I would legitimately, I, I couldn't keep myself from beating the dog shit out of Sean Hannity and Sean Hannity would fuck you up. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Last week he called out Alex Jones. Alex Jones would beat. Alex, okay, beat Alex Jones might give me a, 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 a tumble. <laughs> I still think I could take him, but it would be a fight. I think Alex. Jones- I was fucking. Kill Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity I think Alex Jones would would be able to take a punch. Not only take the punch, but sort of like Frankie Edgar, come back even stronger. Yeah. You're going to have rage. to kill. Him. You're going to have to kill. Him. He would. I think he would literally turn red. It would take him a minute. <laughs> he'd be, he'd, yeah, exactly. Red Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> come here, son. Help me with this guy. Oh, is this guy giving you trouble, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah kid Alex Jones' like son it. sounds just just exactly like Alex he would, Jones. He would, hey, Dad, will you read me a bedtime story? Sure. There was once this lady called Crooked Hillary. He would. Fred, She's a devil and a he demon. He would Fred Flintstone your ass. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, was think, I was thinking about Frampton hit me with a uh, friend of the show. Uh, mm, was uh, friend of yours. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He asked me to come up with um, names of ice creams for Alex Jones, and his first one was good. I started riffing on it. We want. We want to film like. Commercials for Alex Jones because he he hawks all this shit on his yeah. show. I want him to hawk Mel Enhancement ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some. I said, uh, you know, how fucking uh, Ben and Jerry's is all the cutesy names. So this was Framptons. Chunky were being governed by a higher class of lizard people who've been pushing that we're evolved from monkeys. <laughs> a little wordy. It is. A I like much. it. I came back with Hillary Clinton is a devil's food cake. 
Is that really a flavor of ice cream, though? Or is that just a side side gig for Alex's? Uh, uh hey, not not my best. Um, <laughs> nuclear Winter Neapolitan. I like that. That was Frampton. I like that. Here's mine. <laughs> Salubrious Sandy Hook is a horrid hazelnut hoax with crunchy crisis actor nut clusters. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. It's also pretty catchy. It's not and uh, my final one, the shtick is wearing thin mint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I, I do want to... <laughs> was that like, was that a top ten? Huh? Oh, top ten. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> top, ten oh. top ten things that aren't top that aren't funny. Ten, that, that, aren't fun, ten. that aren't funny this week. That weren't funny last week. And I'm gonna sit here and hit this card on my desk uh, and get paid. <laughs> Adjust my tie. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Dave. With that. I like Dave too. I want to. I haven't watched his new show on Netflix. I watched the first one where he interviewed Obama. Did he suck off Obama for an hour? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it was it was, it was I a, balanced that with the fact no. that he with the fact that he brought Donald Trump onto his old show, and then he was talking about American business, and he said, "Where are these made? <laughs> Bangladesh? Oh, huh, great! You know, it just kept going after him." I, I want to see uh, David Letterman interview and Obama's like, "Now, Barack, tell me about the 2012 National Defense Authorization Act, if you don't mind." Oh yeah, they were, yeah. it was it was a total <laughs> puff piece. I mean, he was just throwing him puff balls, and it basically just yeah. Well, that's what they do with Obama. Sucking, just just sucking his. Even the conservatives the whole time. that ever interviewed Obama weren't really hard on him. Bill O'Reilly tried. You gotta respect him for that. But yeah, I, only I, only journalists I know who who is would consider maybe a mainstream journalist who railed on him consistently was uh, Glenn um, Glenn Greenwald. God, yeah. <laughs> well, he found out some shit late in the game. He was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is insane. He was, he, I mean, every, it was like almost every piece he did there for a while. Was after the Snowden thing, he, he went after What yeah. about Glenn Beck going that total 180 and praising Obama at the end? It was weird. Like, what happened to him? I don't remember him? that. You don't remember? He had this big thing where he was crying. Must have hit his head. Well, Glenn Beck always cries. Well, no, but it was like he was saying- uh you know, I've been wrong this whole time and this and this. And then people act like it never happened. It was so odd of a thing. <laughs> you, you've never seen that? No. I didn't know that he uh, I have, did I, an about face. A boot face? A boot I've face. Ne- I've never uh, been tuned into Glenn Beck. I don't no, know, I hate Glenn Beck. I, I barely know who he is. He's sort of entertaining. E- even for the recreational out- outrage aspect of it, I don't. Do you do that too? Uh, not any- No, not anymore. Did you used to? Not to the degree that I think you probably do. No, pro- not really. Probably. <laughs> I not. used to do it. I, I didn't do outrage. I do it. I do it. I watch not for recreational outrage. Sometimes I watch just to try to understand, to hear the other side, kind of thing. Like I, like I don't like NPR very much, but I listen to it a lot. I used to do recreational freakouts. I would get high, and I would just watch conspiracy videos and just sit there and just freak out. Oh my god! All this. All yeah, this. you went down some rabbit holes. I loved you it. Were it's me. fun. Okay. Here. Here we go. No, I'm not. I hate the robot voice shit. I hate when they do that. Let me see the thing. One of the quotes is, Obama made me a better man. This is the same guy that basically told Native Americans they got what they deserved um, during a Columbus Day rant. Um, well, they sort of did. Be nice to the white people. That's all we ask. <laughs> um... Let's see. You're doing a great job of finding that video, Chuck. Got to tell you. I, but dude, it's Bang difficult. out job. Killing it over there. Okay. 
Franz Ferdinand of Finding Videos. My fellow Americans. Weeks. Never mind. Fuck it. Great it's job. Just, well, it's it's for one thing, it's long. I can't really play <laughs> the whole thing. But he was like, it seemed really impassioned and, and genuine. And, you know, misguided, of course, because as I've come to find out talking to you guys, Obama was no better than any other president. I mean, he was better at some things. He was he was speaker. He I was mean. <laughs> he was nicer to like other countries. Listen in, in, in terms of how he spoke. Right. But in terms of, you know, the. the way he treated a lot of other countries with the being commander in chief and dropping mm. record numbers of bombs on people. Yeah. Wasn't so yeah. nice. But, but the things he was saying was nice. So it's okay. That's true. Uh, that's, I think Thaddeus Russell, he had a tweet like, uh, about it's totally fine to, uh, to, to bomb other countries and kill Muslims and all that stuff. As long as you're not a dick about it. Well, <laughs> that's half of foreign policy. That really is half of foreign policy. I mean, I mean but uh, but I mean, uh, and uh, the thing that gets me here, here's my my biggest beef with Obama was just how much different his campaign promises were. Which yep. every, everybody lies about their campaign promises. That's just the way it works. But it wasn't like he just fudged what he was plan- what what he, he ran on versus right. what he did. It was a hundred and eighty degrees. Right. He well, ran on transparency. He was probably the least transparent president. Whistleblowers. He, yeah. He'd be good to whistleblowers. Um, he he, 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 he prosecuted. Worked, yeah. Fuck yeah. He, he prosecuted journalists or not prosecuted. He used the, persecuted he, journalists. He used the Espionage Act to prosecute journalists. Yeah, and threaten them. And uh, Glenn, Glenn Green, Greenwald actually left the There's country. He moved to Brazil. Reason because, why he lives in Brazil. Um, yeah. um you know. Et cetera, et cetera. And then, like, he he ran on, like, we're going to cut military spending and we're going to, you know, ramp down the wars in the Middle East. And he actually, like, increased military spending right. and he increased the presence, military presence in the Middle East, uh, you know, and on and on. Everything he said, and he's, he ran on single payer. Yeah. Which I'm not a particular fan of that. I think it's probably better than what we have now, but I still don't like it. He ran on single payer and then. And then, you know, when he got into office, of course, he wouldn't have been able to do it because his. Because of Congress, but he never even spoke of it again. Right. Never mentioned it. Yeah. And then we got Obamacare, which is just this weird bastard, you know, it's just mandatory insurance that hasn't really yeah, helped like, very many that, people. How is that going to make insurance cheaper when you force everybody to buy it? It made it more expensive for me because I didn't get a tax return. Like it, I had made it, <laughs> it made it more expensive. It made it uh, infinitely more more expensive for me because I don't want insurance. I don't need insurance. I've never bought insurance. I never agreed to buy insurance. If I get hurt, I'll pay for it out of pocket. Right. But I had to pay uh, two different years. I had to pay seven hundred dollar fee for not having insurance. Right. And I didn't get any services you know you in do? return. You know, there's a, a loophole. I've never had to pay that, and I haven't had insurance for two years now. You let one of your bills go to where it's about to get cut off, and one of the loopholes, if you received a cutoff notice on one of your utility bills. Well, they changed it. They changed <laughs> something about it, too, because I was able to say um, I couldn't aff- find affordable insurance, and then I didn't have to pay the fee the last you know two year or two or whatever, because they added a, th- a thing on there through TurboTax, told me, could you not afford your insurance? I was like, well, no, I couldn't afford it, because I didn't fucking want it. I didn't agree to buy it. I can't afford something, that I do- a service that I didn't ask for. So I t- answered honestly. I mean, it's, no, I couldn't find affordable insurance because none of it's affordable to right. me because I don't want the service. Through where I work, it would have been, uh, I think, $100 a paycheck and like a $12,000 deductible. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. What a- it helps people who are who have like are chronically sick and have lots of bills. Right. It helps a few people, but it's just not it's, – it's not a step in the right direction. I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't like it. 
Well, I mean, this is up your alley. Why don't we concern get be concerned as a culture with making people well as opposed to? Oh gosh, so you mean the healthcare system? It's the sick care system. Yes, I mean most of them. Mo- I don't want to be, sound too tinfoil hatty here, but <laughs> but that's, that's a, we already took that exit, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm already I'm already pigeonholed. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a wacko conspiracy theorist. But this is what uh, pharmaceutical companies do. They they don't make money from making people well. They can't make money from telling people to change your fucking diet. What they make money from is getting you hooked on a pill that, that, you're, you that, you're, that you're hooked on, and that pill causes symptoms that you need another pill for, which causes symptoms that you need another pill for. They're just treating symptom clusters. Well, see, that's the thing, too. That thing that you just drank, Kratom, Kratom is a wonderful alternative to pills and all that stuff. It gets you off opioids. Yes. And they can't have that. So they're yeah. they're they're really going they're they're and it's a, a war against And that's it. big pharma. The whole thing of them trying to say that it's an opioid and say that it's a yes. narcotic and all this stuff. And the, it's all big pharma lobbyists. The, yes. The media is uh in concert with this apparently. Absolutely. Because they keep putting out the same Stats in the yeah. same article. Thirty six deaths from five. Like how how long has from, it been? Thirty six deaths from different uh, from different news sources every couple of weeks, and it's the same article mm-hmm. just, just reprint. I'm like, and what it's, the and fuck? It's, and it's most of it is, is just straight fucking lies. Yeah, yeah, it's like, not true. Yeah, the, the, let's face it. If somebody could OD from it, I'd be dead. Yeah, <laughs> you just vomit if you take too much of it. Yeah, that's it. it, it I, I used to get a lot more fired up about it, um, but it's definitely speaking of. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel, you I feel, feel something I, from I him. He's getting, the, he's getting I definitely that, feel something. Yeah. He's getting that crossfade. He's got him a PBR and some kratom. <laughs> crossfade. Well, I also, I also <laughs> don't have, ever call it that. Again. I also <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> I know, when you have two just, different things. I understand. But I, we could call it uh, that. That band drop. has ruined that forever. I also had an energy drink today, Ooh. which I almost never do. And I also ate fifty five dollars worth of sushi before I came. Neat. Which also gives me quite a buzz. Really? Oh yeah. Sushi buzz. That mercury. Well. It's the, it's all the all the, it's all the stuff that you omega three, the, the, the phyto the phytonutrients and the omega threes and yeah. everything. The stuff that makes you feel good to be alive. I mean, it's yeah. Well, it, it doesn't buzz me up like it used to when I was uh, vegetarian, pescatarian, mm-hmm. and I, and I was lacking in all that stuff. I would I could eat a couple rolls and be high, literally yeah. be high from. Now where I'm eating tons of meat and stuff all the time, it doesn't have the same. I've got a tolerance to right. that because I've got plenty of it in my diet, but. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's and I actually think it tastes pretty good. You want some more? No. Okay. I'm not even done with this one. I'd be yet. careful with it the first time. Yeah, and I it can be I it gotta, can be extreme. I, like I have to drive I have to climb up Chuck to, to get here. I have to climb a mountain with my truck. <laughs> okay. And to get home I have to also I have to climb that same mountain with my truck. So it's no joke. Okay. Getting here and back. It ain't I, no joke. I'd like to buy the world a coke. It's, it, <laughs> Teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I have to climb at least one mountain to get here. Okay. So I don't want to be... One of these days... I'm well, it's not really... It doesn't intoxicate you like that. It, it, it might give you the spins if you take too much. That's yeah, happened. If you take too much, you'll be fine. But yeah. And I also, you know, have an early bedtime, so I get tired later in the evening. There, early there's early actually evening. a string that will help you sleep. Yeah. See, that's what I love about it, being, you know... You can tailor. You can welcome to Kratom Corner with Chuck. <laughs> yeah. you, you can, can tailor make. You can take it for an upper or a downer, right? Yeah, but you can also tailor make the effect. Say you want something that's going to both energize you and relax you, which seems impossible, but it's it's not. No. You can mix strains, or you can get a strain that people have. Craybot. I used to love them because they went through Amazon, but apparently Amazon bought all the fucking hype, and you can't use Amazon Pay for it anymore. It's garbage. Yeah, um, and I used to buy strains that they created. 
And some of them were fucking awesome, spot on for what they were supposed to do, you know. Although I took one the other day, the stuff Aaron gave me and went to sleep, man, I had some terrible, terrible nightmares. You're going to say diarrhea. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> diarrhea is always funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, wanting, they're wanting to push it because I think what they're doing, what's going to happen is marijuana is going to be legalized. And, <laughs> and then they Kratom. See, they see that train coming. They're like, fuck, we got to get something else. Right. Yeah. And Kratom is not nearly going to be nearly as big of a boon for them as far as arresting people. But right. They got to have something to keep the fuck, I'll go right to jail. All the Kratom I got in my house. I don't know. You, you, you look at the, the West Virginia Congress. And it kind of seems hopeless, the legalization movement, because they. Well, I was talking to people. They still. I was talking to a, to a guy my age. I've known all my life, and I really like him, and I respect him for a lot of things. But he said the dumbest fucking thing that they always say. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's gateway <laughs> drug. I was like, no, it fucking isn't. I, could, I had to stop myself Grabbed from screaming. Grabbed him by the him. collar and pick him up. It's not a gateway drug, my friend. He's like, I don't believe in that. We need to. I was just like, okay, whatever. That was just even people who are usually against against smoking it or for it. Yeah, you know, like, whatever you do, I don't. But care. he was totally because against it. it. I was well, just like, at yeah, this point, man, everybody man. knows somebody. Everybody knows somebody who needs it or has used it to heal yeah. themselves. And that's going to be the game changer if the game ever changes. And the CBD shop that was opened in Cross Lanes, they're expanding two or three different more locations. I think. Shit, good for them. To Morgantown, I think they're open. They need to start carrying kratom. Beckley. Well, you talked to that guy that one time. Yeah. They might. I don't know. The place, like I said, there's a place in Montgomery that's carrying it now. Uh, where at? Uh, it's the- Tattoo shop? The, huh? The tattoo shop? No. The dollar store? Yes. Oh, the with the Indian guy? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That place it's is such a thing for the, them to carry. That place is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I buy my incense there. I wouldn't be surprised stuff. if they had like a, what do they call it? Army surplus store in the back room. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like old OD There's green a- OD green canteens and stuff. <laughs> it goes into a basement like the fucking Batman. There's like MREs, cut rate, cut, cut rate tanks, and <laughs> wool blankets. Yeah, <laughs> wool blankets. Yes, you, you guys see the uh, thing about the Bernie Sanders accepting something. Yeah, from, I'm really disappointed from the Australian he prob- labor party. He probably didn't even know what was going on. Oh yeah, but that, I mean, I mean, here's I'm, the thing. I'm not a Bernie fan. I'm, you know, I'm not a Bernie bot, but you know. Um, but here's the thing: the uh, I don't care if he if he I don't care either. But if Trump did that and it came out and he admitted to it, the lefties would be freaking their nuts oh, off. God. Oh, look at this! He and he oh. didn't even know. How do we have a man that doesn't? Right. And, he's literally and, Stalin. Yeah. So we, whenever something like that comes out about Bernie, they're like, that's not a big deal. I mean, it's not. But if that happened to Trump. Oh, they, you guys would be freaking out. Well, I, all I want from them is consistency. I want you to That's say fair, fuck you but to both sides. But the thing about it is, it's character goes to that too. Character goes to everything. And Trump is a scumbag. There is no two ways about it. Anybody who thinks differently is a fool. I'm sorry. I mean, he's got really pretty feet. God, have you seen? I, his I didn't feet? want to imagine have you, that. Now you have, shut have, your have, mouth about Donald's feet. Have you seen his feet? No, majestic. Well, I mean, I was hoping to see him in that one picture, the famous one where he's in the road <laughs> on the bed. His hair cuts him off because he, it's because only certain people can handle it. Not everyone should. Not a, everyone should have that privilege. What a piece of shit! But it's just, <laughs> and I, I just Bernie, you can just see him being like befuddled and doesn't really understand that that's wrong. You know, yeah, and that's why he would have been a great president. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. I don't know what's going on. So you say I got to run the whole thing? This is insane. 
the whole, the whole country. This is ridiculous. I like this cabinet to be full of old Jews. <laughs> Lewis Black and Larry David. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking uh, Taylor. Richard. Uh, what's the one he was always on? Uh, Richard Belzer. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, he's he's a Jew too. But um, I know I can't. Yeah, I've got a block on it too. He's, right. he's on to curb your enthusiasm. Yes, uh, Lewis Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yeah. Richard, Lewis. Yeah. Richard, Lewis. <laughs> Richard Lewis. His delivery was so Jewy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a friend of the uh, You're a of the Hebrew of the community. People, yeah, yeah. the Hebes. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> <Don't, don't, laughs> we're well, trying to make money out here, you dumb fucking heeb. Hey, should we call him Bruce then? Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. He, I've, I've taken a call of Negroes and black people <laughs> grows. Yeah. So, Bruce. <laughs> right? I like it. I mean, I don't know how well it's going to fly with the, I mean, with I the don't brew know community, either. but. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's the thing. They're fine with stuff. Like, eh. yeah, they, they, yeah, they don't, they don't get upset. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. I I don't uh, I don't think it's a big deal that I mean, they didn't give him cash. It was like a, a thing where they paid it's, for the, for their not, people to come over. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal from the pr- perspective but, of what Bernie did. It's a big deal from the perspective of the bur- of the crickets chirping from it. Yeah, and well, nobody yes. when, when nobody even everyone's disappointed in it. When everyone's right. been like frothing at the mouth over the Russia thing, trying to get Trump impeach, impeach, collusion, collusion, all this stuff. So far, not no, you know. Uh, as far as I know, I don't follow it. I don't think he should be impeached for that. No, no proof. There's no, there's. It's not illegal to collude. I don't think. I, I think <laughs> he should be impeached just for, well, just removed from office due to his incompetence. He's completely incompetent. But now, if Bernie runs again for president, which you know that he probably will. Oh yeah. Um, they get to use it. He's incompetent if if he didn't know about this, or. He's corrupt. Or he's corrupt, and he doesn't get to stand on the non-corruption mountain and wag his finger at everybody else anymore, God. even though it was just a little bit. He doesn't get to do that. You're I, corrupt now. It's it's not I really Nixon or Hillary. That, though. What? I really liked him doing that, though. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> I liked it, too. Yeah, we all did. Come on. It was great. Like, yeah. uh, uh, show me your receipts for the <laughs> for the Goldman Sachs, and then uh, I'll show you mine. There aren't any. Then he drops the mic, and Moo walks out. Yeah. And now he doesn't get to do that. <laughs> he doesn't get to do that anymore. He's he's just like them, even though it's not on, on as big of a scale. He's just like them. The the Aussies interfered with the election. <laughs> it's the Australians. They're interfering with our. They're trying a, to steal information our war, democracy. Inter, information warfare. We, <laughs> I've read the transcripts. To, a boomerang in every hand. <laughs> we need That's what start, they want in this country. Uh, that means that we need to a didgeridoo in every daddy room. <laughs> we need to invade the Philippines now to send them a message that they. But the, the collusion thing, it's like, Jesus Christ, the United States has, um, the United States has interfered with elections con- continuously oh, we and bragged it. about it. Yeah. We, bre- we interfered with, we got, um, we came, we inter- saw he died. <laughs> yeah. we, we got, what's his name? Um, that was Hillary, by the way. Yeah. We've yeah. got, we've got Russian leaders elected for, by interfering, tampering with Russian elections, uh, elections and bragged about it. High-fived about it. Yeah. On TV. Yeah, bragged about it. And now we're acting like, oh, well, we would never do anything like that. And, and we're just and, clutching know. our pearls, acting like a bunch of old women that heard the yeah. N-word oh, for the first shit. time. Yeah, it's like, we, it's like that's, we invented that game. That's our game. And we got beat at it. It's like we don't like uh, overthrow dictators and install worse dictators that are friendly to us. Like we don't do that shit on the reg. We could name are them we f- if you want. The Shah of Iran. We've done, you know. It, Saddam. Yeah. We Shah trained, of Iran. We trained an armed... Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. I, I, He's a pretty big one. Yeah. 
Um, the U.S. is the biggest arms Muslim dealer Spring, on the planet. Arab Spring, right? But we've always been that. People don't understand that. That you know, World War One. The reason that the world financial system, in that point, uh, you know, by the end of that war, the United States was the the was the economic was the world's economic leader because we were war profiteering off of everybody, even right before we got in. You know, right? So we were selling arms to both sides. And bankrolling them. Like, we, <laughs> England had so many fucking hedging our bets. It's just sound investing. Yes. But it's a pretty good move. You don't, buy, you don't just buy Pepsi stock. You buy Pepsi and Coke. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, dude. I buy RC. That's why I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> RC's a fine cola, though. Uh, it's a fine cola. On occasion. I like I'll have one every two years. What about Bubba Cola? Garbage. How about Knee High? I like a good. I like ne- a good Knee High Peach. Knee High Peach. That's right. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. I Give do me not some like Knee High Peach. I like one about once every two years in a glass bottle, no less. Well, now you're now you're getting serious. Yeah, yeah. That's a real connoisseur. <laughs> you can't. You can't always find a glass bottle. No, you can't. I mean, they used to have them at uh, the Mexico at the Go Mr. Mr. Privileged Glass <laughs> well, Bottle well, Knee High Peach. Yeah, well, he's a white man. So, yeah, there you go. Sweet. You know, at the, you know at the little little store there in Charlton Heights. You know, we didn't have glass bottles <laughs> in the IPGs. It was plastic or nothing. There you go. They had cardboard boxes. We didn't have just king, scooped it out of. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't have king size Reese's. So you know, if I if I was allowed to get one candy bar, I didn't get allowed to get the big one because they didn't have them. They just had the regular size. It's terrible. This is in Charlton Heights, you say? Yeah, the little store, like it's, the the Quick Mart. Yeah, it's a, it's apartments they, now. They did have a fine. Fine selection of candies. Slush, the slush puppies were banged. They're pepperoni yes. rolls. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, this is... We're talking early, early. When, about see, the, it, used to, it was a gas station. I'm talking about 10 years ago. Right. This was, it was a gas station up until, you know, for a lot of my youth. And then... Up until about 30 years ago. Yeah, they took the pumps out. And then That's it was just insane. like a... That would have been great to have a gas station just right there. Yeah. See? A place for the old men to hang out. That's where old men hang out. I don't know if you. It's more the kids hung out back those days. Okay. Well, no. What I'm thinking. Then a couple video of, games. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, like service shops. Mm-hmm. Like the oil change, or you get a stick or something. They All do, these old men just chilling. They do down there with down a styrofoam cup of coffee. Yep. Standing around, shooting the shit, just sitting on a stool, grumbling about, look, about the state of world affairs. Look, looking at people that walk in, nodding, nodding a lot, a lot of nodding, a lot of nodding. <laughs> And you can tell how they feel about you by the knot, yeah. how deep it is. Yeah. If they give you this one, they like it. If it's, you know, they don't like it. <laughs> well, bobbing the head. Anywho, you guys want to do favorite things? We haven't done that yet. Let's we do just it. got into a big discussion and ran our mouths a whole lot, but nothing really happened. Hmm. Favorite things. We'll see if there's an ad at the beginning of it this week. No ad. Raindrops on roses. Neat. Whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles. Julie Andrews. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but once she uh, she had a uh, an orgy with forty three Nazis, and uh, she had a a bomb in her pussy, and the thing exploded, killing all the snook and her sniz, killing all forty three of the Nazis. She survived somehow. Damn. And then they reconstructed her lower half, and that's uh, that's the Julie Andrews that we have today. Yeah. So, fun fact for everybody. <laughs> Talk about a hero. Write that down. Yeah, I could yeah. be your hero, baby. <laughs> a little bit of Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I could kiss away your pain. I like I like the uh, the <laughs> hatred between father and son. 
Oh, uh, Enrique and uh, Julio don't get along. Oh, it's terrible. To all the girls I've loved before. Like he's he's one of these Lotharios who can't who can't let it go. Like he's you know he what I mean. Can't stand that his son's better looking than. Well, him. there's that, but he also can't stand that he got old and not not as attractive anymore. And you know what I mean. By the moss. Like Bill Burr say, stop trying to be fuckable in your 50s. <laughs> well, now in his 70s. Yeah. Anyway, favorite things. Chuck, go. Um, That's a rough one this week. I started. Uh, it's always books. Your period. Hey. Hey. Um, I started reading uh, the Perdane Chronicles. By the way, Chuck reads. Huh. Um, damn. I, I have a list that I, that I should start keeping because the Perdane some, Chronicles was it? Um, well, there was a. <clears throat> it's an epic fantasy, but it started out as a. Disney made a movie out of one of the books called uh, the Black Cauldron, and uh, but the first book is the Book of Three, then the Black Cauldron, and it's like six books long, six or seven books long, and they stead- get steadily better. It's like a Harry Potter situation. When he first started the first one, it's more of a kids' book. By the end, it's an epic fantasy, and it's a good one. Harry Potter, by the by, can stand up there with uh, Lord of the Rings and all of them. It's that good. Um, this one is more, it's still geared towards basically kids. It was written in the 60s um, and by Lloyd Alexander. It's very good. Lloyd and, Alexander. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to actually see a, a good adaptation of the Disney movie was complete shit. It was terrible. They didn't use half the story elements. How did you feel about the about the um the the first computer game version of the Black Cauldron? I don't the one that you had to you had to use six floppy six floppy disks oh, to load. I don't this. remember that. I played it. How was it? Um, I could never get past the first couple screens. I but remember anyway. those games. So those first couple screens were your bald bull for Aaron. <laughs> I like I liked the way the direction it was going, but as a as a seven year old boy. Uh, it was too. It was too complicated. He was just me. a boy. <laughs> there was no. There was no things to jump over. Right. There was no mushrooms. So it was no Mario. Is what we're saying. Right. It was a overly complicated eighties com- computer game. Yeah, I remember yes. those. My brother in law had like a Indiana Jones one, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I have to use the and, keyboard. Yeah. Uh, and you got to like go and like find things, and it's like you can't even. It's like you have to find, you know. The scroll, so that you can do this thing, and and you can't even tell what the scroll is because the graphics are so bad, right? And it's like it, all of the things, you know, it's just very tedious to play. Yes, it is. But anyway, you were saying no, they, but that that's then I started like we've talked about this before. I wanted to read all the all the fantasies because after reading Game of Thrones and it not being finished, still <laughs> he's so mad about that. I'm salty. Not, no, I'm not salty. Mad. I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm. It is what it is. I would prefer that he finish it, but I want him to finish it correctly. Like, I, I feel like he feels pressure because it, that's what he does. I waited from uh, Feast for Crows to Dance with Dragons. I waited six years for one book. And you know what? Once I finally read Dance with Dragons, completely fine with it. Great fucking book. <laughs> you tell me starts talking about fantasy. Please tell me it's the ODB version. I have to start playing the song. <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, but then I started. I picked up uh, Shannara, like, the, and and then, but it made me think about. It also put me in in the, in the mind of the 
horrible abortion of a TV show they tried to make a TV called The Schnarr Chronicles. Fucking horrendous. Because it is every bit MTV, lefty, fucking pandering bullshit that you can find. For one thing, I'm sorry, there are no black elves. Unless there, <laughs> there are no Asian elves. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Just the way it is. And everybody's all. I remember we watched that one episode. It was terrible. Everybody's wasn't it? all handsome, and they're like, "I don't know about yeah, this." Yeah, this is this is garbage. And you know, it was like, it's like when they made Twilight. Yeah, it's like MTV brings you Twilight basically because you know apparently being a vampire means you're allergic to shirts, <laughs> and you know it's shit like it's fucking stupid. <laughs> and um, <laughs> don't put a shirt on and we kill him. No. Chuck's doing stand-up over here. Um, He's doing his, his Twilight chunk. <laughs> <laughs> a bit late for it. <laughs> this is topical. I mean, I've been polishing it. You guys heard about this Caddyshack? <laughs> and this, and this, is, this is freestyle, too. Yeah. Um, but that makes me you know, think about... I started reading the, the Elfstones of Shannara, which is one of the best... Which is what that show is based on. They didn't yeah. even bother with the Sword of Shannara, which... Good, I got to tell you, as much as good as that series got, Terry Brooks was not good when he first started writing it. I mean, he was had to hammer out a lot of shit. Now he's one of the best. But then it also put me in mind this whole vein of fantasy. There is a guy named Terry Goodkind. Terry Goodkind has been cranking out books every year for the past 40 years. Not really that long, but it's been 20 easy. They're all dog shit. They're so bad. And he actually went on a uh, uh, Twitter thing Criticizing the guy who who made his cover art that he requested, and Joe Madariera, who did Battle Chasers, I showed you that Joe Esposito. <laughs> he did. He he posted this about like, look at this prick. You know, it's basically what he said. And I commented on it, and people actually liked what I said. I said he's got balls for saying this. I tried to read Wizard's First Rule with his first book. It was so bad. I mean, and it is. But that's the worst part about and best part about fantasy. There are so many good writers, but you have to wade through so much shit. I'm sure. It's probably just like anything else. Yeah. For every Beatles, there's a crossfade. Oh, God. For every George R.R. Martin, there's a Terry Good guy. Well, there's probably 10. You know, there's probably for every Beatles. How many shitty bands are there? And how many Beatles are there? Most of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, most music is bad. Yes, it is. Even non-pop. Like, you go to an indie show or something, and you see see the band, and they're... God bless them, but they're they're trying. It's usually not good. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they're not famous most of the time. Myself fucking included. I know you're good. I'm great. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) There are... There are... um, a lot of terrible books and a lot of terrible bands that have fame, and then there are also yeah good arth- good authors and great musicians who uh, never see the light of day. Right. Yep. But most of them are terrible. Well, most books are terrible. Yes, they are. I mean, I I literally it it, it would cause me anxiety to step out of what I've read because a I was wasting money. I would I would pay for a book because I'd read the the back description. I'd read the first couple pages. I'd be like, okay, this seems okay. I get home and get into the meat of the story. Dog shit. It's fucking terrible. That kind of reminds me of being the little little tangent story. Being being a kid in West Virginia and busting my balls, cut, cut cutting my neighbor's grass for three dollars an hour 
all week long so that I could go to the disc jockey in the Canal Mall and spend seventeen to twenty five dollars on a CD that I heard one song on from a CD, yeah, and go home and the rest of the songs are garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. You could, that was before the days where you could preview it. There was no internet. But in, in a sense, do you miss those days where we had record stores and stuff like that? Oh, where you, where you had to make a choice. Yes, I mean compared like to having video compared mm-hmm. to having the internet. Butler video. (laughs) That's such a local reference. (laughs) I'd like to get a Butler video shirt. I want a Butler video shirt. Let's make them. We should. I did enjoy the process of going to Butler or Cavalier. It was an event. Making a selection. Yes. There's a reason to go out out the house. It's like, Mm -hmm. let's go rent a couple movies. Like, okay, well, you know. Get something to eat at the same oh, time. Dad, dad must back. be hitting the sauce. He wants to go rent movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me finish my gin and tonic, and we'll go get a Ernest movie. You, you might bump into somebody there. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you hope Techno Bowl's in. You might, you, might get, you might get a pleasure delay where there's a movie you really want to see, but they, oh, they, you know, they, yeah. they're, they're out of that movie right now. It's already if, rented out. If you out. got in good with Gary, he'd give you uh, advanced copies. And porn. Don't. And porn, but he'd give you like the advanced copies that he would get that would have like the warning this is only for the video store owner. Right. And he'd let you uh, preview them before yes, they yeah. came to I, the theater. I was room. never in the club, the, the Gary Club. Had a couple times. Just a couple. I don't, I wasn't friendly enough. I was too weird Aloof. and too weird and, in, and introverted to, to be in the club. He was a big fan of my dad. Him and my dad would talk about sports. I'd be in there, we'd be in there for an hour. And I'd be like, gee, it's 11 now. I'm ready to go. I'm, it's my bedtime. Yeah, I'll be too tired to watch the movie. But my, you know, you know. Did you find that being a person of discerning taste and intelligence at Gullibridge High School set you apart in a bad way? Uh, I was. A, it was a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I, I hid mine better, but I was just. I mean, people, my my classmates, my people in my class, compared to the, you know the, the previous generations of classmates, I think were really. Kind people, like I really lucked out. Nobody was really. A well, jerk you also had some good. You had Bradley. You had you know there was a oh, few well, in there. I'm not. Were... Ta- I'm talking about you. Know, I was two years behind them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm younger than them. Okay, but we were the last, second to last graduating class of Golly Bridge. Okay, there was only thirty of us, and that's because fourteen people came from Clay County that year that couldn't graduate to Clay. Because Clay's actually yeah, there were about sixteen school. of us that were actually Golly Bridge kids. Mm-hmm. But everybody was really kind. Given even 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 given that. That nobody was really mean to me in my class. Um, everybody was pretty nice to each other. It was a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, I absolutely. Uh, I looked. I, out. I, I can't even begin to articulate the seething disgust that I have for our <laughs> fucked up public education yeah. system. I, I absolutely hate it. It's too long. Like the twelve years, thir- it's thir- years. thirteen years of your life of, the, of the most vital years of your life. Eight hours a day for thirteen years, and when you graduate, you've got no um, no skills that are employable, and right. you're an, you're an expert in nothing. Right? What the fuck happened for those thirteen years? What the fuck did I spend? And most of the time, you're just sitting there. You're just waiting for the next class or the next mindless task. It's just torture for me. Like I could have been, if you would have just put me in a room by myself. Um, I, I would have probably educated myself better than than that bullshit. I'm not saying I didn't learn anything, but it was a total fucking waste. Well, of my time. mom, a, 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 an employee of that system, told me 
she gave me when I was very young. I can't remember how old I was. She gave me the best advice. She said the best education is self education. It's like reading things on your own is so much more important than anything you're going to do. And that's totally true. I I took that to heart, and I have taught myself subjects that I know a lot about. Well, the because the, the education system is based is not based on teaching things that you're going to actually retain. It's just about teaching kids to cram for a test. Passing the taking the test and then you just forget it the next day. Yeah, the the way that you learn is you you become genuinely interested in something. You read about it or whatever, study it or do math problems or whatever it is because you're genuinely interested in it, and then you retain the information. This is this this is science. You know, this has been proven that this is how learning actually works. Right. But the so-called learning system, the education system, is is completely diametrical diametrically opposed to that for the right. most part. It's it's not we're not applying the knowledge and, and science that we have on the subject to the actual system in any way whatsoever. Um, well, it's, an end, it's an end to wonder because of the system that we have, the current president that we have. I mean, well, he's, he's a direct product of our populace being uninformed and proud of it. We're, we're one of the worst countries for being ignorant and thinking that's a virtue. Yeah, sort of, yeah. We don't need no fancy book learning. Why not? <laughs> well, you, the, you can do both. You can have fancy book learning and you can be a savage, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to be, you don't have to follow what they think you should be by being an intelligent and informed person. You must be kind of fa- a fag because you know, you know shit. Yeah. They, they think that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would almost make, a, a, almost make an opposite point. Just, just if you will, that, that, um, in some ways, it's it's the snootiness of the people who think that they are educated. Yeah, there's a backlash to that. Of course, it certainly it's, is. It's, it's like when you when you're snooty and you act like you're higher than someone or better educated than someone, and you tell them that they're stupid for having an opinion that you have. There's a backlash to that. Of course, and I think that I'm not. I, so, so you you understand what I'm saying? Is yes. That, that on one hand, that there's people that um, I mean, I'm not really sure if I think that the that that the people that voted for Trump are on the whole more ignorant ignorant than the people that voted for Well they're just ignorant in a different fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, um it, it's it's what what information are you ignorant about? No, I'm not I'm not talking about the Trump voters. I'm talking about the the current state of things. I'm I, I know I used him as an example, but that's just a symptom of the larger problem well, the, because the, the populace is uninformed. The, the larger problem is that the populace is uninformed and they think that there's only two people. Right. There's another person. There was two other people that had at least a little bit of steam. Mm-hmm. Gary Johnson's whatever Gary Johnson is. He's not the liber- He says he's libertarian. I don't know. He's sort of. He's, in- he's he's kind of a liberal ish, but he's also he's a hippie. He's, he's, he's also. I mean, he's he's libertarian e. He's libertarian adjacent. He's definitely a statist. I mean, he's definitely yeah wants but- government programs, but he he only wants certain wants. Yeah, but we need a Ron Swanson. <laughs> No good. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> he would a just, man that works with his hands. He just a great get mustache. the job and just and and show up for the paycheck. All this needs to go. The, the ironic, <laughs> the ironic, one of the ironic things about his character, though, is that um, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be this hard nosed, you know, anti government guy, 
And he works at a fucking government job. Well, but what a, reason, what a hypocrite. But the reason he does that is so he can take it down from the inside. Yeah. You, 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 didn't, you didn't hear this? He's just ineffective at taking it down from the inside. Well, yes. <laughs> he does he does he, he does brag about what well, I saved the taxpayer a thousand dollars thousands of dollars because I forget what it was, because of chairs or whatever it was. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I mean, he's definitely my favorite character on that show. Not Aziz? But the, the, not, <laughs> well, he's just funny on that show. He's funny on that show. That's about it. But yeah. yeah, that's about it. Um, but that brings me up. I said something about chairs. So yeah, I've I've, I've seen this rant. So here's my chair rant, and this relates to the teacher strike thing, right? So the, every, this is the thing that people aren't examining about the teacher strike problem in my mind. The so the state, the Congress people, and the the government, everybody, they're saying we're short on cash. We don't have enough revenue to pay the teachers this and to give them their PIA and this. We're short on funds. We don't have the money. We just don't have, we're just, we don't have any money. Well, my mom worked for the state for quite several decades. A hundred years, just so everybody knows. His and mom's she's now retired. She's loving it. But 40 years old. But um, the way the way that the state purchases their, their office chairs is interesting to me. So they have a lot of office chairs. Yeah. Maybe thousands of offices. I don't fucking know. And I don't know if this information is exactly accurate, but this is the gist of it. And what they do is they enter into a contract with a chair company, an office chair company, whatever the hell it is. Um, Chairs are us. Chair office company. <laughs> office Chair, chair emporium. <laughs> and they say, okay, well, we'll give you a discount on this office chair if you buy a certain amount of them and promise to replace them every so often. So what the state does is they get is that they buy new chairs, new office chairs for all of the offices every two years, every two. How long, how old is this fucking chair, Dutch? How what, what's your what's your oldest? Office I know for chair? a fact this chair I have right here is at least I've had it for fifteen years. I've and, and you're a big my, guy. You, you know that that chair is getting some. I'm miles. a large man. I'm kicking its ass. And he's it's, sitting it's on old it. Man. He's sitting on that thing for real. He's really putting that weight on there. Yeah, yeah. for fifteen goddamn years. Yeah. And Did, it was used, I don't know how long, in a call center I've got a chair before. in my grandmother's house. I know it's 100 years old. Okay. And they pay $400 for each chair every two years, whether they need to be replaced or not. And what do they do with the old chairs, I wonder? So let's start with the chairs. I'm going to be dictator for a day. Let, let Captain John step in. I'm going to Jim Justice this shit. I'm going to gut strut in there. I'm going to gut strut in there. Gut strut in there and be like, I shoot from a hip. Now listen here. I shoot from a hip. Now here's what, now here's what, here's what the problem is. We need to stop buying new fucking chairs every two goddamn years for $400 a pop. Yeah, get some chairs at goddamn Goodwill. You know what I mean? Like to buy chairs, use chairs from a, from a corporation who's who you know has the extra funds who can actually afford it. And we're talking about thousands of chairs times four hundred every two years. Every two years, how many millions of dollars in te- in a ten year period is that? How many fucking jobs is that? How many? How much? How much fucking PIA does that cover? I'm just talking about the chairs here, people. Not talking about the computers. <laughs> not talking about the lights. Not talking about the drywall. Well, not talking, talking about the mop. Talk- not talking about the soap that they use in the goddamn mops. <laughs> you understand? Not talking about the mop heads. I'm talking about chairs. I bet, I bet they use paper towels to dry their hands with instead of the mounted we uh, still, but air thing. Let's go back to this. You know, for a second, the computers, for one thing, we had computers at Golly Bridge that were using DOS in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> and we were using the shit. <laughs> it still worked. I remember da- I was downloading Radiohead songs from that shit. <laughs> yeah, DOS was, it was, it was, it was a good program. Yeah. 
But I mean, to go ahead. I mean, I was just saying. I mean, that's pretty much the end of the story. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, cheers. If 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 the uh, you want to call it corruption, malfeasance, just fucking so, irresponsibility mm-hmm. is that bad at chairs. Okay, but yeah, but the, okay, the the, oh, yeah. the overarching <laughs> point I was getting at here related to the teachers. Everyone's talking about we need more money, and the answer is always, well, we need we need to tax this. We need to tax reinstate food. the food tax. Yeah. We tax the food. The food. The fucking. Do you know you know, the only person that that hurts is is the poorest motherfuckers. Absolutely. They're the like I can afford a six percent. Oh, it's tax only six food. cents on the dollar, John. Who's that really hurting? <laughs> They're going to reinstate the food tax. That's one. Proposal. No, it was it was one proposable to as a way to pay for. It. But anyway, the the answer is always it's never. Let's find ways to, inside the government to get rid to of. be more efficient. It's always who can we take more from? Right, and that's what's wrong with this. That's what's wrong with every state, but particularly this state. It's unbelievably corrupt. It's unbelievably wasteful. It's unbelievably inefficient. And and that you know what? They have no accountability. They have no. Com- Our representatives are they, they by have, and large dumb. They have just- they have no competition they have no incentive to do better see a business see home depot has an incentive to be really fucking good at what they do because they got to compete with fucking lowe's and lowe's is really good at what they do and lowe's is really good at what they do because they got to fucking compete with home depot (laughs) who does west virginia state government who is west virginia state government have to compete with nobody they are not accountable to anybody and they and they pay no price for being wrong Right. They pay no price for being incompetent. They pay no price for being corrupt. And most of them who are corrupt, wrong, and incompetent get reelected anyway. Mm-hmm. Because people vote. People in this, the, the you know, the voting populace in this state elect morons. Well, well, like I was saying, they had that one girl who was like eighteen, and her platform was, "My daddy taught me guns and the Bible," and that, and she got elected. I bet she fucks like a rabid dog, though. Oh, absolutely. Look at. Have you seen her? Yeah, she's, she's hot. a cutie. Yeah, but I got sits know, on her phone during the whole session. But, but it, and, and and the bigger picture Taking for that selfies. me is for, for me too. If if, we're, if if Trump is literally Hitler, no, and, he's not. I know. No, but he's I'm, worse. I'm just, he's I'm worse. Just, let me let me follow through on this. If Trump is, I'm doing quotation marks, literally Hitler, and if the West Virginia state government is as obviously incompetent and pathetic as it is, and the and the the cause of this is people. Voting these turds into office and having the system to begin with, and this is democracy. It's technically not democracy. It's a it's a republic, a democratic republic. It's not even that anymore. It's an oligarchy. And, and the, the, so the proof is in the pudding, right? Why are we still so into this idea of democracy? If if this is what the result, if, it's if a democracy, yeah, if democracy is, results with Jim Justice. Fucking boss hog and uh, <laughs> and oh, the orange orangutan. If this is the result of, of our democracy, um, why are we still so so? Uh, We're going to get them Duke so boys. enamored with this idea. <laughs> yeah. why, why do we really think that democracy is so great when it's pretty obvious that the majority sucks? Mm-hmm. The majority's opinion is garbage. Just because, just it's fifty-one percent of the population telling forty-nine percent of the population what to do. Well, there, yeah, there's that. You know, again, the populace being uninformed, or at least fifty-one, forty-nine percent of them, fifty-one percent being uninformed. I'd say it's far more. Well, than it's that. way more than that. I'd say it's in the seventies and eighties. I'm but, pretty but fucking again, uninformed. I make so. a distinction between dumb and uninformed. I don't think we're dumber than really any other place on earth. I, th- I just think that I think when it comes to skills, um, like building shit, welding shit, cutting you know cutting firewood, real skills, West Virginia is extremely educated. Of course, we're way ahead of the game. Yes, 
I mean, on how to actually live. But but when it comes you know, to yeah, but when it comes to um, you know, voting for good rulers, which or who's voting for your own self interest. <laughs> we don't even do that. We put in people who. And have done things against our own interests for so long that now well, the mean, opposite seems. Well, you, you, you. I remember when Jim Justice was was doing the doing his shtick before he got elected or whatever. I remember you saying, "I listened listened to what Jim Justice had to say, and you know, I actually liked the way it sounded." Yeah, and I did. It didn't sound that bad when no, you know, when he was. It didn't. Barack, Barack Obama didn't sound that bad either in mm-hmm. two thousand seven. Right, but that's not what we get. Right, but I, also. Uh, Back to the Hitler thing. Trump is not Hitler. It takes a certain amount of wherewithal and intelligence to be Adolf Hitler. Come on, let's be honest. But oh, he was a genius. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a genius. But I mean, compared to Trump, he's goddamn Galileo. You you can't you oh, can't you can't accomplish. <laughs> and I'm not saying using the word accomplish in a positive way here. No, no we well, here we do use it um, before I get accused of being an alt writer or some shit. Don't um, be a cuck though. He, you got to be pretty. You got to be pretty smart. And I actually feel the same way about Trump. I know that he's a doofus. He says ridiculous things, and he's really dumb in certain ways. But you don't dupe an entire population of people into voting for you. <laughs> he's an idiot savant, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he is. He really he, is. He's a goddamn genius in certain ways. Yeah, he's and, a dangerous. As Sam Harris put it, he's a dangerous imbecile. Um, but those are the people that get and the, and the you know of course uh, people that seek power you know. The type of people that these positions attract are people who are seeking massive amounts of of power. Of course, so it attracts the the low, the shittiest of shitty people are attracted. The, to mo- the worst opportunists. Yeah, and the most and the most uh, manipulative of mm-hmm. people are attracted to these positions. Oh, another little quote, and I'll, I'll stop my rant. But uh, with respect to government in general, um, and, and the whole government versus corporations thing. So, so progressives are corporations are the problems, and then the right and the libertarians are like government is the problem. And um, and I saw a really good quote that relates to this. It sort of sums up sort of where I'm at with it. And it's um, uh, corporations can purchase unfair favors from government because government has unfair favors to sell. That's true. Absolutely. So it's not a chicken or the egg thing. It's like there's one entity that has absolute power that has that is you know government that that has a monopoly on violence. That you can't disagree with them. It's like, because if you disagree with them, um, okay, well, you don't want to pay me? Well, we'll come to your door and take you to prison. It's Tony Soprano. If you try, if you, yeah. if you try to defend yourself from going to prison, you say, I don't owe you any money, then they put the guns on you. Stop if, resisting. If you, yeah, if you effectively defend yourself from having a gun pointed in your face, then you're killed. That's coercion. That's theft by way of extortion, and that's an illegitimate form of power. Yeah. Corporations don't do that. Corporations are just using the government to their advantage to. The government is a, is a is a corporate cat is a corporate cat's paw. Well, it, I don't know how it's, it's really complicated because there's there's a lot of people. I, I I don't really know what's going on, but like Soros and there's lots of theories about the rich elite people behind the scenes, the puppeteers who are really pulling the strings. I get Alex Jones about it. I don't know who those people are, but it seems legit that. Coke Brothers. That it's 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 not. Uh, Does it, he? I thought he would like. It's the not. It's, no, he doesn't like the Coke Brothers. It's not a Trump issue. It's there's somebody behind. It's the reason why every president doesn't do what they say they're going to do. There's right. a reason for that. Yeah, and that it, reason it goes is back to the the old shadow government. The joke, uh, Bill Hicks joke about the uh, first day you're elected, 
or after your inauguration, they bring you a smoking room with a bunch of fat white men. And they say, okay, here's what you're really going to do. And cigars. Yeah. yeah. Cigars. They show 13 different uh, viewpoints of the uh, Kennedy assassination. They're like, any questions? Yeah. Like, here's here's what you can do, and here's what you can't do. Let's tell you what- Well, that is John F. Kennedy. That was the reason he was assassinated. Yeah. I mean, he was- Most likely. He didn't want to get into Vietnam, right? That's a lot of it. Like, well, there's that, but he also was bucking the system. He was also- He's like, fuck you, I'm John F. Kennedy. He was also, like, well, we don't really care. He was also going to- um, That's great, John F. <laughs> supposedly, he was also going to um, unveil a bunch of other things, like- um, like the Fed, Federal Reserve? Yes. He was wanting to get rid of that, the Fed. Yeah, actually, that, he, that's he, a big he no-no. knew all about it. How was Ron Paul still alive? That, that's a big no-no because he never, <laughs> got, he never got there. He, yeah. he never got enough power. And nobody, nobody, no other congressman was parroting what he did. I love Ron So he Paul. wasn't a threat. The Federal Reserve is about as federal as Federal Express. <laughs> <laughs> they told me that the 49% of the people don't pay taxes. I said, we're halfway there. Oh, I love, I love <laughs> And recently, Ron Paul came out and he said... um, He's like, I don't understand why conservatives will, uh, you know, will attack the will attack Democrats for spending too much, but then when the Republicans start spending too much, they don't say anything. Yeah, you know, he's he's always consistent, whether yeah. you like him or not. He he's logically consistent. I always like I like I like his son a bit less, but he's more of a shill. He can he can be pretty shilly, but sometimes he'll. Oh, he does definitely say some come shit out, sometimes. Yeah, he's one of the only presidents that's been. You know, against against the wars, presidents or I mean, sorry, one of the only one of the yeah. only presidential candidates and Congress people who've been uh, voted against the military spending in the wars. That's what I'm all about. That's I mean, um, I know we're supposed to be doing favorite things here, but once Obama got elected, the lefties stopped being anti-war. Oh, they really that was yeah. a huge thing. Whenever yes. I was in my twenties, yeah. we were like, "Fuck these wars!" I mean, I had that sign from uh, an Iraq war protest. 15 fucking years ago. Mm. And now they're, they're like, ah, war's great. War's, I mean, we're still in it. We're, it we're never ended. People. We're helping people. Iraq yeah. war never ended. Iraq war never ended. Uh, Afghanistan's the never longest ended. engagement in United States history by a long shot. Getting ready to ramp up in Syria. No one gives a shit. That's what we do best. I mean, they stopped being anti war completely. Even when Trump's doing it. Like, I figured we'd come back around. Right. No, it's, it's fine. He says mean things. He probably wouldn't use my preferred he, pronoun. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. And he's not good looking and he doesn't speak well. You say he's not good looking, but I mean, those feet, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, he's not, not conventionally good looking until he takes them shoes off. Well, it's that. See, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a foot guy. In I'm, not fiction, in, I'm not into in feet. Pulp Fiction. In the but, briefcase, a picture of Don Don's feet. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes total sense. Total sense. Not a foot, not a foot guy at all. That's why they had the foot rub thing. <laughs> even, Got my technique even, down and everything. Even with, with women, you know, don't dislike feet, but I'm not 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 into. You ever shoved a woman's foot up your ass? But when it comes to when it comes to the dawn, the what dawn of the, the dawn of dawns, I would suck those toes with a passion. I would sprinkle brown sugar on those toes. Oh God, I'm gonna vomit and just jam down on it. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things this week, I watched a couple docs documentaries. I don't know if you guys, docs short for documentary. It's kind of a play on the abbreviation. Yeah. Kind of a, it's part of the international abbreviation. We, uh, abbreviate, abbreviate words to save time. Uh, I watched one called enlighten us about James Arthur Ray. He was like this motivational speaker in the late nineties, two thousands up to like 2009, where he had this, he did this sweat lodge ceremony with a bunch of people, 
and it got too hot and he told him to just leave him there they'll be fine and then like three fucking people died yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was you're gonna go like this Chuck he was one of the people that was behind the secret okay <laughs> you're a big secret fan so I was but he was one of the guys behind that um, he was on Oprah a bunch uh, and now he's making a comeback and like he's because he, he was doing these big, almost like a Joel Osteen type arenas, giving these motivational speeches. But like, yeah, fuck yeah, you can do it. That's really all they say. I mean, you're the master of your own domain. Fuck yeah. I got to tell you though, I mean, when I was in that frenzy, I got a lot of shit done, got my job. You I'm know, not saying yeah. it doesn't. I'm not saying being positive doesn't work. But these people were literally saying just it isn't a cash register. Yeah, but that's what it's they not. Were an, it's not an ATM machine. But uh. And now he's trying to make a comeback. He went from playing those giant arenas to like little conference rooms. And it's really, God, it's a weird, it's, and it's a really down. good fucking documentary. Yeah. I was very shocked. It got recommended to me by somebody online. And I, I watched it. I was like, Jesus Christ. I, I guess I can just get into almost any documentary, though. And I think I watched another one about some. Other Do you watch any Ken story. Burns? No, they seem to be too long. Just like, watch the first episode of the Civil War, the first one. It's only about an hour. Isn't there like 10 parts? There's six parts, six or eight I guess parts. I could come back to them. That's what I'm saying. Just watch the first episode. You'll be fucking hooked. The war is even bigger than that. Some of those are two hours long mm. about World War II. And then there's... Have you ever watched any of his stuff? Uh, yes. Um, I'm not not terribly into them. I mean, I think parts of them are, are good. They're just best documentaries. I mean, they're... That's the, the standard. I, I think that there's... Uh, there's an agenda there, definitely. Oh, probably behind when, behind what? Behind the Civil War or behind um, any of the Ken Burns shit that I've watched. That there's always a a certain element of textbook level uh, skewing of information, like like high school textbook lying. I don't um, bullshit. I don't know. I thought the uh, the Civil War was fairly even handed. Well, we we weren't there, but. Wasn't there, but during the Civil War, did not see it. But uh, I've just read read some other history, some other takes on history uh, that you know make me not like kind of cringe at certain parts of the Ken's the Ken Burns Civil War thing. Kind of certain parts of it bug me. Well, give me an example. It's not fresh in my mind. I can't really. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I just remember not being a fan when you watched some. I just remember just being like, no, yeah, no. I, I wanted to watch the baseball one when it came out. It was good. I watched all that's just that that's just my you know what I mean. That's just my take. I'm not saying it wasn't a well. Documentaries are very well shot, and informative, but I don't. Always it's mostly agree. just panning on old pictures. <laughs> Zoom in and pan yes, on yes. this old picture or a painting or yeah. something. And interviews with. I, I well, I don't you know I don't um, I'm I'm not a big Lincoln fan. I'm a I'm a okay. I'm a fan I'm a fan of of freeing the slaves. That doesn't make me have to like Lincoln. And all these documentaries glorify Lincoln and make that, him it and does. suck his I nuts uh, and yeah. make him look like he wasn't a total fucking piece of shit, just like the South was. And and I, I yes. have a lot of resentment. For a that. Great and it's the same shit that gets parroted by everybody is that North's good guys and South's bad guys. Do 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 do. Oh, God. <laughs> I know what you're saying with that because. Excuse me, sir. I'm playing Hank Williams Jr. Alternate histories of, uh, especially Howard Zinn. 
painted Lincoln with a more realistic brush, and he wasn't. I mean, I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily use the word giant piece of shit. I yeah, mean, I, I would. Held, I would. The, held he, the country together during a time of insurrection. He, he caused. I mean, he he single handedly caused the most bloody and brutal American war that killed more people than more Americans. How did he? How did he cause that? By not letting the South secede, which was their constitutional right. Okay, I mean, there's there's that part of it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get that, but it was their right to secede. Now, you can, you know, basically the, the basically his my favorite Lincoln quote is, "You can't break up with me. <laughs> if you break up with me, I'll kill you." <laughs> Abe Lincoln. Yeah. What an abusive asshole. They had every right. Our whole country was founded on secession. That's how the United States came to be. We said we said to the to to England, this is an abusive relationship. We want out. England said, You can't break up with me. I'll kill you if you break up with me. And we won that war. And then the South said, you know, they were assholes and slavery it's not was you, evil. It's us. Slavery was evil. <laughs> but uh, they said, This is an abusive relationship. We want out. And Lincoln said, You can't break up with me. I'll kill you if you break up with me. And it caused the worst, bloodiest, most destructive war in the United States history. And all they had to do was say, okay, break up with us. And we'll just become, you know, kind of friendly neighbors. And then the slaves will uh, win their freedom um, without the bloody civil war, like they did in every single other Western country that had had slavery as an institution. Not a single other country that had slavery as an institution had to kill millions of people, brothers fighting brothers, for years, blowing people's legs off with cannons for years to end slavery. That was not necessary. It was not necessary, but let's face it: when you're, you're you know, the South was not giving up, was not giving up that system. They were not. I mean, we're going to agree with this. I'm going to agree with this pretty on a basic level. As in, I understand what you're saying with the war and all that stuff and all the people dying, but I don't think it's okay to leave a group of people in bondage just because you don't want a war. I mean, they were not going to give Lincoln up. Lincoln ex- didn't give a fuck about this. I know he didn't. So I why are you using didn't. that? That's, that's not a valid argument. Lincoln was, was, was... I'm not saying the intent behind it. I'm saying the actual fa- fact of, of what happened with the war. It did free the slaves. Whether he did it as a to break the South is what he did, and I understand that. As in, it wasn't altruistic. I, I get it, but the fact is, it did get people out of bondage, and it you know, and it did take a war to do it. The South was not giving up that 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 economic system. He's just not going to. They weren't going. Did to. Do you think that if it hadn't been for a civil war, there would still be slavery? Still be no. Did I think it would have been much more protracted? Yes. At least in the like, at least in the nineteen hundred. At least in the nineteen hundred. It was almost 1900 to begin with. It was 1865. It's only 35 years. It would have been well into the 1900s by the time the slaves had earned their, you know. Well, that's that's all conjecture. We we don't it know. It is conjecture. We don't know what would have happened. Right. But I know what did happen, and millions of people <laughs> got blown up. They got blown up. Yeah, real bad. Because no. because Lincoln didn't want the South to break up with him because he was an abusive asshole. <laughs> he was the dad in every Lifetime movie. <laughs> there was it was their constitutional. Right. It was written in the Constitution at the time. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just, I'm not going to agree with the, uh, you know, I, I agree with the fact it was a right, but I'm not, you know, secession is one thing, but I'm not to, going to agree with the reason for secession, which is they didn't want to give up their economic system, which depended on chattel. I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I. That was, that was not, I mean, no one was, no, no one was trying to make them uh, quit. Quit slavery. There were abol- there were abolitionists in the South as well as in the North. It wasn't like yeah, there, there was a, it quite wasn't, a few. It wasn't about 
well, if you guys don't quit slavery, you know, you guys have to stop doing slavery. No one told them that. They got into war. They 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 got wanted secession for other reasons. I I know. I, I'm not one of those people that thinks the Civil War is caused by slavery. That's a dumb. It's not. It didn't. It wasn't caused by slavery in an altruistic way, but it was caused by but, slavery. But you understand my my beef with it. Of is course, that, is that that's what's getting parroted. Of course, over and over and over again. Well, they addressed that in the, the Simpsons. The, the reason why the Civil War happened is because of slavery. Yeah, and the reason why. Lincoln did the Emancipation Proclamation was because he was an abolitionist and wanted to free the slaves. That's bullshit. It's a lie. I know that's bullshit. Right. I know you know that. Yeah. So we agree on that. Yeah. And that's what bothers me. I think that the Ken Burns thing, the reason I was bitching about it, was that I feel like it totes that line. I No, it doesn't. Actually, when you actually watch it and, and pay real attention to it, he did it. They actually go into that with and, and, and address the fact that he said more than once that I would keep every slave in bondage as long as we keep the union together or I would free every slave in bondage as long as we keep the union together or I would free half the slaves and and make the other half free if it would keep the union together right and all See, of, and but but all but the all, his whole point the thing that keeps getting the, the commonality and all those things he just said was keep the quote unquote for the folks that can't see it at home keep the union together which which was uh constitutionally wrong what if what if great britain had done that to, you know that's what great britain tried to do to us that's how we became a country well and uh, again and, and, i i and agree that, with and that's, that and that and that's why we have this fucking problem today is because instead of letting letting localities rule themselves like europe has these all these nation states mm-hmm. i'm not going to glorify europe at all that are the size of west virginia because you can you can govern an area a landmass that small, especially if they're all homogenous, like like most European countries or many of them. Um, so the, the Southeast should have been its own country. New England should be its own country. I think Texas should secede. I think California should secede. I think maybe Northwest. You know, it's this country. There is, is a movement to split up California in like into four or five different states. It's too goddamn big to govern itself. You can't represent these interests, especially in a democracy, right? When there's all these different people with different needs in different bioregions, with different resources and different jobs bases, different um, different economies. It, that's why Russia collapsed. You know, it was too much centralized power trying to govern too large of an area. Right. So that's that's another reason why I'm kind of this is an issue for me is if the South had been allowed to secede, that's a separate country. North's a separate country, and then that would have set a precedent that you can join the Union. The Union can expand. The South can expand, and those areas can secede from either of those places at any point, just as we did from Britain, and we would have chunks of nation states. That are um, a little more efficient, a little more governable than what we have right now. This fucking 300 million acre landmass of 350 million people. I, I, on it. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> um, no, I agree with the truth of what you're saying. I do. I mean, the fact yeah. that yes, it was I, a I constitutional mean, right speaking, to secede. I'm speaking theoretically here. I don't know what would have happened. Right, but I'm, none of us do. But also, but there is, you know, there's lots of theories that would be posited. There's a theory that uh, slavery would have continued. You can extrapolate from existing information and and draw a conclusion. They're not giving up their way of life because that was, you know. So in a sense, yes, the Civil War was over slavery, but only in an economic context. They didn't want to. They didn't want to give up their economic system. 
you know, well, that yeah. was based upon chattel and slavery. Well, the North didn't want to give up their economic system that was based on white people's slavery either. So. Absolutely. I, I, Your I, people. I, yeah. Not comparing white slavery to black slavery because they were totally uh, fundamentally different. In they the, were. And that one was totally coercive and the other one was coercive E. Yeah. Well, it, but it, they were exactly the same at the beginning. But And, um, the, and the, uh, you know, and they were certainly... Whatever. It doesn't matter. We, we agree. We agree on most things. Right. But I was going to say one of the theories that was posited, and they actually said this, you know, and this was actually the, the doctrine that the South was advancing. They were going to go and conquer Mexico. They were trying to create a pan-equatorial empire of their own. So how much more bloodshed would that have caused with well, wars with Mexico, with all that stuff, well, if the South had succeeded? I can say succeeded? that if it had and if that had happened, I'd be sitting here bashing the South for doing the same, you know, just the same way as I... Bash them for being slave owners, and the same reason why I bash Lincoln for what he did. You know, right? If things had un- unfolded in that way, then I would look back on it and bash it for all the same right. reasons. I think that I think that the Civil War, as a necessary evil, the the I argument. Just, that's the where argument we disagree. I, I don't. I don't think the Civil War was necessary. I think that it was actually illegal, and I think that it was immoral. Okay, it was immoral, but I'm saying it's a necessary evil when it comes to uh, the. It's one of those things. Okay, the gulf between the beginning and the end is so massive that it could have been two completely different points in time because it did destroy the system of slavery. They just let them go at the end because there was. It didn't, but but to be fair, it didn't really end slavery, though, did it? It didn't. Did, did it I ever mean, end? It, did slavery ever end? Not really. No, but I'm saying that it. How bad? How how bad would that have been protracted? Had well, you know what I mean. It I'm certainly been worse. not. I'm certainly not advocating that it, that that system had be perpetuated. That's but what I'm I know saying. You're not. All I'm advo- all I'm saying is that the principle of the matter is they had the right to secede, and Lincoln denied them, and that's why we had a bloody civil war that totally destroyed the country and set us back probably a hundred years. Good discussion. And again, this this is all theoretical. I'm just, you know, this is all hypothetical, theoretical. I don't know. You know, it doesn't matter because I I wasn't there. I have no control over it. Can't change it now. But I know what the law said back then, and I know what you know. A few things that we all agree that Lincoln did. We both agree on yeah. the ninety percent of the country that's been parroting lies for the last uh, 50 years or so doesn't know that. But that's why I bring it up. Well, I mean, but that goes back to anything. I mean, we we, we prop up these people. If you look at the other side of any history, it's going to be shitty. I mean, I, I always bring into uh, into an argument Mount Rushmore. Everybody thinks, well, what a great mommy. No, it fucking isn't. It's not great in any way. It is taking a Native American holy land and carving the faces of the people who did it to you in them. That's like us and going and bombing the shit out of some country and then propping up a statue of Donald fucking Trump, which, by the way, will happen next oh, week. Oh, that'd be great. Well, I remember we have, having this conversation. It might even have been on this show, but in the in the same mountain range, they've got the, the crazy horse monument that they've been it's been they've been working on building since the 40s yeah and it's 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 crazy horse and and the the the, the stature of it it's it's him riding a horse with a spear and pointing and it says um my home my home lies where my dead lie buried buried or something really right. epic like that and they've been working on it since the 40s and the entire mount rushmore all four of those those stupid white presidents fits like in crazy horses like eyeballs 
Well, it fits, it's so fits, small. Well, it fits in his own. That's, or, or in his face. Or, yeah. it's, it's, it, this thing just absolutely dwarfs it, and they're still working on it. And, and the greatest part for me about the whole thing is that they have not taken a single dollar of federal money or state money. It's right. all been funded through donations and through private shit because that's what the native americans the native americans were libertarians right they, they said we don't fucking want your government we don't need it you well to a certain degree i think that they also you know we, we don't it, want your fucking blankets well, well, with with diseases on you know what i mean but here's the thing okay uh, i had to call out this quote somebody put some hippie-ish uninformed person he was uninformed posted this thing he said native americans didn't have roads or countries and all this stuff it's like what the fuck history are you fucking talking about <laughs> i mean what, what are you reading that you repeat this hippie bullshit nonsense they, were they the the idea that they were noble savages is well see yes here's the thing it wasn't Either, a utopia no no they but were fucking each other up. they were people yeah but <laughs> the thing about it is is that you know a, I can't. The, the, I actually heard somebody the other day use the term "manifest destiny." I wanted to fucking throw up. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the worst things ever because people still believe that bullshit that it was ordained by God. The United States should should conquer from ocean to ocean. I think we should fucking stupid. I think we should add Afghanistan as a state. <laughs> we might as well. We got so many people over there. Yeah. At some point, you know, and then that's where we're getting all our heroin. Yeah, I mean, th- just think of all the. All the sand. All the stating we could do over there. Oh, <laughs> well, we could get our state on. We could state the fuck out of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point I'm making is that, uh, you know, the founding fathers, the, the, the things are coming to light about some of them. They're not founding fathers, but presidents. You know, and people are want to be uninformed about, like the whole thing with Andrew Jackson. Good. Take him off that dollar bill. He is a terrible person. He, he's, but to be fair and... If all things being equal, the Confederate statues, I understand a lot of them were put up during the 30s and stuff like that, and and to keep black people scared. That's the truth. They put up during Jim Crow. Yeah, the, the daughters of the Confederacy put that up to scare black people into submission. Um, but the valor of a lot of those, a lot of those guys, Robert E. Lee especially, I mean, the greatest general in maybe in modern history. I mean, all that stuff gets covered up. You, you history is such a tricky thing because I don't want it to be erased because you'll forget it. Right. But you know, don't glorify things and then not glorify others. Like we still have it is still so Eurocentric. Or I can't believe I use that, but it's true. The way the things are handled in the United States with our history, with our money, with all that stuff. You know, why can't, you know, I think there is something shadowy behind, feels like something shadowy behind it because such ridiculous lengths have been gone to keep indigenous people, especially down. You know, you know, African Americans always talk about oppression. Yes, there was oppression of you for a while. Native Americans, that shit hasn't stopped in 500 fucking years. You don't, you don't understand that that is a, a continuous line of just absolute barbarity and, and savagery concerning them. You know what I mean? The fact that they've been suppressed so, so terribly into the modern era, into the seventies and eighties and all that stuff. And the fact that we now have people like pundits on Fox News who are woefully and willfully ignorant about it. Well, we can't celebrate Thanksgiving anymore. Tell the fucking truth. Tell the truth. There was no real first Thanksgiving. But if they tell the truth, then they'll have to admit that they've been lying to us all this time. Well, 
Yes. And the thing about it is, is that the, you know, they're holding to that. They're holding to the old America line that that was inevitable and all that shit. No, it fucking wasn't. As a matter of fact, the Native Americans had one point had almost won. Tecumseh had united almost every tribe and was getting ready to throw them back across the fucking Appalachians and, and actually make a peace and say, you can have this bit of land. The rest is ours. And if he hadn't doubted, doubted the Battle of Tippecanoe, he would have fucking succeeded. He was, a, and and the fact that no, almost no common citizen knows who Tecumseh is. Fuck Indigenous Peoples Day. That's fucking stupid. What is that? That's you can't. You have to put a face to a people yeah. to get them to be treated with any kind of respect. Right. Tecumseh should be on dollar bills. There should be Tecumseh well, they, Day. There do, should be. You know what I mean? They do the same thing to to black to the. African Americans, absolutely, as they do. Well, they, but they force their place at the table, right? And they, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Every group who wants to make their place at the table, I mean, the, the words of of uh, on the departed of uh, Frank Costello are true. Nobody's going to give it to you. You got to take it, and that's the thing is that. Native Americans have been trying to take it, but they're seen with such disdain. Our current president has well, nothing but disdain for there's them. There's just so few of them. <laughs> That's actually not exactly true. We kill, we kill I mean, they just don't. Ha- they don't have. They don't have political power yet. Well, they haven't. What, what percentage been, of the population is is native? not large, but yeah. not as few as people think there is. You know, it's like I, I had this argument with was you know a friend the other day, not long ago. And we were talking about Trump, and he's a big Trump fan, all this shit. And I said, well, he's a piece of shit, and all this stuff. And we got into the fact of how he treats Native Americans, just for an example. And he said, well, there's so few of them. I was like, that's not really true. I mean, not as, as not as true as you think it is. Yes, they are greatly reduced in number, but there's still millions of them. And if we, you know, and we're the only country, and this is true too, and this caused a, a kind of a, an argument between me and another guy. I said, we're the only country. There was a resolution in the United Nations where they all apologized formally to their na- to their indigenous populations and made reparations to them in the form of, uh, you know, advancing, you know, letting them advance their 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 native language and explore who they are and all this stuff and put and making it a larger context and actually making it a a part of the history of the country. You know, New Zealand is proud of the Maori now. They actually the the all blacks are all Maoris pretty much, and they and people do hakas like the, yeah. the white people do hakas. They've embraced it as an awesome part of their culture and say yes, it right. was fucked up for a while, but this is now who we are as a group. Right. And we're proud of this. We've never done that with Native Americans. We've never done that. We can't we can't allow them to embrace who they no, are. So, some of us have it, just just not. Not up to well, scale. Not, well, yes. I mean, but I'm saying also, too, that the resolution signed by Australia, New Zealand, all these places that had indigenous populations that were wrong and all this stuff and all the atrocities, they signed it and they were able to move on as a culture. Not that these things in Maori neighborhoods and Aboriginal neighborhoods are perfect, but they are far better off in a lot of w- w- ways than our native populations. And we will not sign the resolution because it's American exceptionalism. We say, well, we, we're not we're not. We don't go by the same rules as other countries. We don't have to. And that fucking drives me crazy because we're the country where it was the worst. We are the worst when it comes to that. And, you know, Hitler went on record saying he based the Holocaust and how he dealt with the Jews on what the United States did the Native Americans. He said that more than one time. So and you can't get people to accept that because then they just give the Republican shrug. Uh Eh, and it's fucking it Republican just, shrug. It's a dance move that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> is it kind of like gut strutting? <laughs> <laughs> you can do them both at the same time. 
Anyway, favorite thing. So watch this. <laughs> Sorry. This actually pertains to the Native American thing. Um, a movie called Wind River. It has Jeremy Renner, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. So it has a couple of the Avengers. Neat. And uh, it's based, it's set in a Native American, an engine reservation. There's a murder, there's a rape, it's all kinds of stuff. But it's really fucking good. Same guy that wrote Hell or High Water. Oh, shit. I guess Sicario, is, yeah, yeah. which is also great. Yeah, it's a Villeneuve. No, it's, t- he, well, this guy wrote Sicario. He didn't direct it. That's what I'm saying. Taylor yeah. Sheridan uh, is the, the guy's name. He wrote uh, Sicar- Sicario. He wrote and directed Hell or High Water and Wind River. Yeah. And this Wind River movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I can't it. believe there was not. It's on Netflix, so. I can't believe there wasn't like more Oscar buzz around it last year. It might have been a movie out this year, but I'm not sure. Or set 2017. But yeah. It's really fucking good. I I just saw it on Netflix last night. Oh, I saw, oh there's old Jerry Renner. With, does it deal with the shittiness of the reservation and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And like the uh, Elizabeth Olsen's a uh, FBI agent. And she says, there are six police officers on this reservation covering the landmass the size of Rhode Island. How the fuck do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We sort of don't. <laughs> but anyway, there's like an oil rig on the on the reservation, and that's federal land. Yeah. So they've taken their taken their land again. Yeah. And there's a whole thing. It's really fucking good. Jeremy Renner plays a professional hunter. He just hunts. Uh, he kills predators that are getting into people's nuisance predators. Yeah. Mm. So he just kills whatever. It sounds he can. good. It's fucking really good. I don't want to get into the specifics. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a pretty phenomenal movie that, uh, that I don't think got enough love when it came out last year. Or some of those do before. they slip underneath the radar? They just man. went right underneath. I mean, I heard about it. I've heard about it. a guy I work with said you need to watch that because he's he's part Cherokee. We we discussed this. You know, he's he's he- he's heavily into that. He's he's as being in being a Native American as I am being Irish. You oh know wow! I mean? so, yeah, well, he, he wears a headdress to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that heavy. I'm not that heavy into it. I just I own a couple of t-shirts and uh, I talk about it a little bit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> not as much as I used to. No, not as much. Um, it's because we made fun of you about it. Uh, of course you did. I mean, that's where the nickname comes from, and that sounds like a nickname that's got thought up behind my back. Actually, <laughs> it was actually thought up right here on the show. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's okay if it did. I don't care. No. But I'm saying um, <laughs> we have so many different nicknames for you behind your back. <laughs> Spud fucker. <laughs> I wish I could put a cuss word. McTurd. <laughs> McTurd. It's good. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I, I, uh, that's my movie recommendation for the week. So I need to have that, a weekly movie recommenda- I, recommendation. Well, I mean, that's just sort of what favorite things is. Yeah, it Something is I've lot. seen. Literature and movies. and Watch the documentary about uh, It's called Gray State, about a guy who was trying to make a movie. He was... Afghan and Iraq veteran, and he got really into Alex Jones and and uh, all the conspiracy theorists. And he he's trying to make a, a documentary, or not a documentary, a movie about like after the collapse and uh, um, like what would happen. And he slowly just went crazy and uh, ended up killing his wife, his kid, and he wrote Allah Akbar on on the wall with blood. And then killed himself. Jesus. True story. But <laughs> um, that was a pretty interesting documentary. I have it sounds say. like it. Yeah. Called Gray State. 
Agreed. See, I'm, I'm, I have a thing. I don't know if this is a psychosis. It probably is. Um, I have to do things and record them in some fashion. So it feels like I've made progress on something. And if I don't do that, I can't complete anything. Does that make any sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Like I was going to say, okay, I'm going to watch all the Ken Burns documentaries. So I, if I sit down and write down and put a line down that I watched them, then I'll watch them all. This is why I can't start anything new. Like with Black Mirror, if I said, okay, I'm going to make a thing where I'm going to watch all these. And it has to be some benefit. Even though I've watched it and getting the same benefit out of it, I don't feel like I got the benefit out of it unless I mark it down. That makes sense. It's a to-do list. Okay, so it's positive reinforcement. Yeah. And I don't, it's like lifting weights. If I don't write down what I'm doing, I don't make any progress. It's weird. I don't write down well, anything that I So a lot of people are big fans of journaling. You yeah. Know, just sitting down and different, you know, write down what you did that day or, or what your thoughts that's are, wh- what your goals are. That's why there's uh, people that always, people that work out and stuff are always selfie in and uh there's a reason behind it it's not it's not I, just it's total, not pure it's not, it's not total i share i share therefore i exist yeah and then like this showing their progress or whatever i mean there's some people that are just and it's, it's also right. it's also yeah journaling because you can go back and look on your facebook page or right, whatever right. And be like oh yeah i did i did i did do shit this year yeah. you know whatever and you it's a, way actually of, like so, the, a form of self-affirmation it can be healthy right I like the the on this day function of Facebook because it'll like remind me of a funny joke that I wrote. Or, bit, or yeah. sometimes it'll be like two or like like three or four years ago, and I'm be like, oh my fucking god, well, I was a totally different person. Well, yeah, <laughs> I would that. never say that today. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I start the past couple of years. I've started every year. I said, okay, I'm going to write down what I do, and for like the first couple of months, even into three months. I'm kicking along. I've learned so much more stuff. I've progressed physically. I've progressed, you know. And if you notice. I'm a lot happier when I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not stuck in a rut. And I'm like, so I'm going to try to, I've got three days off. I'm going to try to get back to doing that and say, all right, here's my journal for what I've read. Here's my journal for movies I've seen. Here's my physical journal, all this stuff and get back to that. But it, it, it's so positive an experience that I can remember it when I've done it for years past. Like is it is indelible in my memory. I remember I moved down to uh, Wilmington the first time and I said, well, I'm just going to be, as educated as I can be. So I picked a subject like I always do. And I said, I'm going to get as many books as I can on said subject. And I'm going to just, and I, for some reason, I'd read them and I'd throw them in a closet. I opened up that closet. It was stacked with books, just piles of books because I was, you know, had, I, that was what my thing. I was like, I'm going to read this book and throw it in a closet. And I learned so much then. And I remember it to this day about how much I learned yeah. and how good I felt. That's a good thing to do. I mean, yeah. So I don't do that. I probably should. Honestly. I don't think you need to because I don't think we're different psychologically. Like, well, it's not I, a question, I need this. It's I don't not a question of need, why. but that it, that it, if you had the discipline to, if, if if you had the discipline to start doing it, it would be beneficial for similar reasons that you need to do it. Right. It might benefit me or Dutch to start. And I'm, I'm terrible about it too. Yeah. I've got, there were periods of time in my life where I did some journaling and just mm-hmm. had idea books and they're like little books I can go look at and learn yeah. learn about myself by looking back at who mm-hmm. I was. But I'm, I haven't done that for a very long time. Yeah, it's it's it, it's I don't have the discipline. Well, sometimes it's just like I'll get up you know, when it gets to be a little bit harder, I'm just like, man, it's a slog. I don't feel like doing it. But it's on those days it's most most important to do it. So I'm going to have to you know, like I said, I've not been terribly happy over the past month because I haven't done it this month. 
I need to get back to doing it because it makes me much happier. It's just like eating well or anything else. Yeah. I would say so. Looking back at me, <laughs> Oh, shit. I could, I could totally gut strut to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, it's so bad. John said, "Look, look back at myself." I was like, "Oh, perfect opportunity." Oh, looking back at me, really meant to see Fucking assholes! Um, Jesus Christ! What else was there to talk about? Oh, Trump! <laughs> this is a good one. This. I don't know how he didn't lose every person in the world when he said this this week. They were talking oh, they were on the God. gun they were talking about gun reform or something like that and Pence was saying something halfway reasonable. <laughs> like uh when someone has a mental illness they need to be flagged, go through the due process and then we take their firearms. I, I believe we should uh, take the firearms first and then due process. I was like, <laughs> "Oh no! No he didn't." <laughs> oh god. He's going to lose everybody that supports him. I know. I, I, was, I was secretly praying the thing for is, him. I was like, other than you sharing, you know. Nobody cared. Crickets. I made a meme about it. <laughs> the right should have been mad. The left should everybody have been Everybody should have been, been mad. Every like even this t- guy's like the aforementioned uh, Tucker Carlson even railed against. It. I was just like, "Holy shit, really? This fucking shill." Hannity didn't say anything, of course, because Hannity's just always got one of Trump's balls in his mouth. I mean, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about it. There's there's certain things I'm just cut off from. Yeah, here's the here's the meme I made. Oh God! <laughs> and nobody cared. That's one of my favorites. That's my favorite painting of Donald Trump. Yeah, like nobody. I had a few comments on it, but nobody really said anything. Like that's uh, one that I wanted. No, to share. All, all of our comments were were me and you going back about how beautiful he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was it. Your comment was he's a beautiful, sweet baby boy. I think I think somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, too, I said, I'm not saying I'm gay or anything. Yeah. But, shoot. There it is. Not saying I'm gay or anything, but shoot. I said, I ain't queer or nothing, but them feet get me a going. <laughs> but uh, he he take, literally, he can, he's literally proposing tyranny. Yes, he is. He, he can take my gun any day. He literally. I'm actually proud of. Take the guns I'm first. actually proud of the outcry from both sides. There should have been more. I know there should have been more. There wasn't any. There wasn't any, at least on my Facebook feed. I didn't. It was fucking crickets, You can't expect the average American citizen to care about anything. They they cared about. They got so outraged about everything else, though. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to guns, I don't even have one. I only only have. Oh, yeah. Gun show. I only have the one. Just for the record, I just have that one. <sighs> anyway, we're about uh, almost two hours in. You guys got anything else you want to blabber about, or I was just gonna make it. I could riff off something if somebody else has something, but I don't have any topics. Well, you had that. Uh, you have like a vision of Donald Trump. Oh yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, it's it's, it's humor that you and I definitely get, and I'm sure Chuck <laughs> would too, but. It, it's kind of hard to explain. Okay, so I just I just have this vision, right? And this is satire. This is not, um, but just this vision of just like, and there I've seen other sort of memes and other things that sort of do this, but but this is more like a video that I want to make with just like just like this Nazi esque like hall of like sort of like the the military the the military parade that he wants to do. Yeah, but 
but just like a like a caricaturized version of it with like tanks on either side just and so outlandish and yeah. motorcycles and 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 like F-16 swooping over blown chemtrails all over the whole thing <laughs> yeah. and fucking fireworks making American flags and walking up the aisle is just Trump and he's got this big gut and he's gut strut gut strut <laughs> he's straight gut strut and he's got this motley crew of people behind and I'm talking about like Black Panther looking guys with afros and everybody's got a, an AR and M16 and grenades strapped to him and they've got like eye patches and bandanas this is and, awesome and, and they're just fucking gut strutting and he's, he's dressed like P. Diddy in a late 90s video and, and on either side there's just they're, they're like on either side of them there's just bleachers and bleachers of of cloned fat men who are just sweating and and all of them singing at like a soprano level pitch this song and half of them are going half of them are saying and the other half and the other half are going uh, are singing this song in a soprano voice except they're saying I love it. And and they're like and they're like red. They're about to ha- on the verge of a heart attack. Everyone and we're talking millions of fat fuckers just singing the song while, while him and his motley crew strut up the aisle. Gut strut. Just gut strut. That's the most America. I even have lyrics to this song. <laughs> Oh my god That, that they would Gut strut Because it's going to be Some new lyrics to this song You know That pertain oh, yeah. To the topic <laughs> And Kid Rock Is one of Is, is his permanent bodyguard <laughs> and, and main advisor <laughs> He's part of the Motley crew And instead of Of course Instead of saying My name is Kid Rock It's My name is Donna <laughs> And it's like It's like opera and I just had this vision And I just wanted it to be realized Well Give it a few months It will be We need to find a filming crew I need Just a couple mil You need to patent all these ideas A couple mil Somebody that can do some CGI We can get one fat guy Then recreate him over and over And over again with CGI oh, just, just like heart attack Swing Yeah, yeah. Eating And they all look Filet of fish sandwiches. They all look eer- eerily similar yeah. <laughs> Alright We're gonna close on that <laughs> Thanks for listening. I really enjoyed this episode. I had fun. Um, please, uh, if you want to hear John Morgan's music, go to junamusic.bandcamp.com. If you want some of John Morgan's meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can buy meat from me now and um, at, at, a, at a very high price. And a half of that money or all of that money is going to go towards producing more pork to give to a food pantry. Awesome. Heard that. Uh, you can find you. Is it, do you have a website or Cardinal Island Farms on Facebook? Yeah, CardinalIslandFarms.com or on Facebook or just contact me. It's a real plug John right there. We just did. Anyway. I, I am Cardinal Island Farms. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Chuck, any final words? No. Fantastic. I just hope Aaron and Elaine are having a good time over there on their press tour. Big fight coming up in a few weeks uh, against Piston Honda. So. Oh, God. All right. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) 